Hello and welcome to another episode of the Manchester United podcast. I am joined by Maisie and Sam. Hello. How are you? Very right, good, thank you. You okay? Yes, I'm good. Thank you, Maisie. How are you? Oh, all good. All good for seeing you. Aww. I think you've opened with a lie, Helen. Why? Well, yeah, I'm sure you're good, but I know for a fact I'm that you're cold. I'm a cold. I've got my hot water bottle, I've got my coat, I've got a heater on. Standard, Helen. It do you know what? I, do you know what, though, <laughs> Sam? Go on. I'm not okay. Okay. We're sat in the Trafford Suite looking out, which I must say, that has to be one of the best views of yeah, the pitch ever. Yeah, it's amazing. If you have yeah. a ticket Uninterrupted here. glass, isn't it? So you can just look all the way around. Beautiful view of the pitch, which is looking amazing. I love watching them walking mm-hmm. along through Longmore Street. Um, but yeah, I'm not okay because Maisie declared before we started recording that I, for the last 10 years of knowing him, have never shared my food. You never do. It actually hurt. Good. <laughs> now you know how I feel for the last 10 years. And more. Starving away, Yasmin. Tell you. <laughs> Starving away. I brought a box of shortbread the other day. Oh, yeah. Not appreciated. Yeah, it was an old Christmas present. <laughs> it was not. It was. I bought Stuck it. under the tree. I actually bought it. I buy shortbread all year round. I want to see the receipt, even though you say you haven't got one. I want to see your bank food, statement. And I do, Sam. I, yeah, well, I've not, you've never given me any food either, but I think <laughs> I'm you're fine. vegan. I don't well, have any go. vegan food. <laughs> I, go, I go to the um, unit to get some chocolate for you instead of already had well, and then and then you try nicking me last bar. <laughs> he's such a grump today, isn't he? It's Look at him cold. sitting there he's with his hood up. up. He's, he's like that little guy from South Park. What do you call him? Kenny. Kenny, Kenny from South Park. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, as I said, we anyway. are in the Trafford Suite. Absolutely beautiful view mm-hmm. of Old Trafford. We are very, very fortunate to be able to still have that yeah. view. Hopefully, the fans will be in here soon. Uh, today, Danny Simpson joins us on the pod. Somebody who we've started to get to know over the last yeah. few months. He's been doing a little bit bit of punditry work. Maisie, have you ever come across Danny before? Yeah, as I was leaving, I think Danny was just coming into the youth system. Not youth system as a, like um, first year apprentice, second year apprentice, I think. But obviously our paths have You knew the passed, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our paths have many times. Top lad, great lad, local Manchester lad from Eccles. Played maybe nine, ten games for United and then... Made his journey in football through other clubs. Looking forward to this. This will be a really good... Mm. Um, because he actually came through the youth with uh, a young Johnny Evans as well. Mm. Not that we know Johnny, but... Um, can't get hold of him, can we? Just can't get hold of him, no. But yeah, Helen, you'll know him, obviously, mm-hmm. with Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny and Simo, as he's known in our house. Um, Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why I just said that. Please, can I repeat that? Nope. Johnny and Danny. Or Simo, as he's known in your house. Simo, as he's known in a Helen Evans household. No, but you know one of those people where, like, I feel awkward calling them Danny because everybody's always called... Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel really awkward calling you Matt. Like, that time I called you Matthew and everybody hammered me. (laughs) Okay, Evans. Johnny and Danny have spent, basically, their whole careers kind of intertwining, which is crazy. It is. United, Sunderland, Leicester, right? Mm-hmm. Antwerp. Did Johnny call Antwerp? Antwerp, they were at Antwerp. Yeah. Wow. So I suspect oh, you've got, got a lot so of inside got, knowledge to bring to the table. They've got some stories of it. I have inside knowledge on everything, Sam. Everything. <laughs> well, then when I said that, your reaction was... <laughs> <laughs> inside bleh. knowledge on everything. Um, no, I'm looking forward to this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this will be a belter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, let's all stop rabbiting. Let's get yep. the man on. Here's our chat with Danny Simpson. Or Simo, as he's known in the Evans household. No, stop. Delete. 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 
<laughs> no, please, you always do this, ditch me up. What you need to do is think about what you I know, but I don't think about what I say I haven't done for 33 what? years. <laughs> Tasker, you take that out, me and Simon are not doing any more. If you keep it in, I'm not doing any more. You ready to ditch me up last time? Danny, Hello. welcome to United Podcast. Thank you. How you doing? I'm really good. How are good you man. doing? Yeah, Hello, good, good, thank you. Um, what have you what have you done this morning? Um, I did a Zoom this morning for the Daily Mail with Chris Sutton, uh, Martin Samuel, football base, but it's touching on a few other subjects as well. And um, yeah, so I had a little chat this morning and then obviously came down here. Nice. Uh, and at the moment, are you, because you've obviously been a free agent for quite a while, yeah, yeah. are you still looking for a club have you found somewhere obviously no, things you, aren't, you can't say yeah, yeah obviously I've been injured had an operation three weeks uh, three months tomorrow mm-hmm. um, so I've been at Leicester and St George's Park in rehab uh, and I'm a week away from being able to train so now it's an easier conversation to speak to clubs because you don't want to go to a club and say oh yeah I'm, I want to sign for you but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to be in a physio room <laughs> for a while so now it's different you you want to go in on day one and train with the lads and, mm-hmm. and show what you're about and it's a situation now with you know COVID and stuff where you might actually have to go in and be in trial and you know, do t- uh, do a test do a trial and then um, and then you know sign or whatever so yeah I'm, I can't wait to get back playing again awesome. I was going to say it must be difficult at the moment because you, you can't just go down to a club I suppose and be like can I join in with a session and see what it's like no because they've probably got like a testing system do yeah, they? So see, you can't... Even, see even mm. now like I was nipping in and out of Leicester mm-hmm. um, obviously they helped with, with the operation and stuff and now I can't go you know they're in their own bubble mm-hmm. they're eating breakfast in the car <laughs> so I, I you know I, I can't go, I, you know I can't go in so St George's Park has been you know it's been uh, really good to be honest because the facilities obviously are right up there and, and you get one-on-one treatment with the physios. Are you finding this time difficult? Because it's probably the only time in your life that you've actually been out of football for a bit of a um, while because of the circumstances of COVID. Do you know what? It's, it's it's a funny one because it's been difficult, you know, not being out there and playing, which I've done since I was you know, a kid. But then there's other ways I'm looking at it in a positive way where there's a lot of things I appreciate now. Mm. You know, and it's the first time in maybe four or five months I've left school and never been paid. You know, you, you know, whether it was a youth contract or whatever, yeah. it doesn't matter what you're getting paid. You know, mm-hmm. you, you end of that month, you get paid. And I think you can lose sight of things and value of things. Mm-hmm. And and I think I've appreciated about, you know, what, what things cost and money and um stepping away from the game a little bit and doing some tv stuff and um spending more time of not been able to but with my little girl and stuff as mm-hmm. you know then you know always traveling or hotels the training schedule changes and christmas was strange you know not being in a hotel or training or having a game on boxing day i missed it but at the same time i you know i i, I just relaxed but like i said i'm ready to go again so it's given you a little bit of a glimpse of retirement but you don't want to do that yet. Yeah, I don't know what, you're spot on. <laughs> Not like, enjoying think, it enough. Yeah, Maisie will tell you, like, if, you know, you, you play, 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 and then you retire, and then you're like, what do I do? Mm. Whereas this is probably kind of, if I do go back, obviously I want to, and, I, you know, I get to the end of the season, or I get 18 months, I know what to expect 
when yeah. that yeah. season does finish and I retire. Because mm-hmm. what do you want to do? I want to play again. No, obviously, yeah. Oh, after after yeah, that, yeah. Um, obviously, I enjoyed You're doing it. Doing your badges and stuff. Uh, yeah, I was. I did um, doing the badges now. I did a uh, session yesterday on Zoom um, with the Leicester lads. There's about yeah. six of us. So obviously, Johnny. Uh, Casper, Wes Morgan, Christian Fuchs. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing because I came in after <laughs> and Johnny had been sitting at Lottie's little, she's got a little, um, like little tykes desk or something. It's for like a three-year-old. She's obviously so bigger now. So he's driving up house. And he's drawing. <laughs> <laughs> so I come in, I thought he'd just been like doodling he's and he'd drawn house. this house. And I walked in and I was like, session. why did you draw that house? <laughs> like, is that just what you like to do when you're on Zoom? But it was part of the session, yeah, wasn't it? This, uh, yeah, I think he's going to say that. Uh, Johnny had to draw a house. Drawing a house? Yeah, it's one of the... Really? Listen, this is for the for B as well, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, it was on, it was on communication. Um, so Johnny had to draw a house and then describe it to us, and we all had to obviously draw it ourselves from <laughs> after that and show each other, you know, and who got the closest to, you know, his drawing. But yeah, yeah, that was that yesterday. But yeah, going back to it, it's you know uh, I like you know the coaching badges. I'm not sure that's what I want to do, but I think it's good to have. Yeah, and I like doing the punditry stuff and. You know, I want to help with uh, in an agency maybe with with young lads who I don't want to be the guy that's in a boardroom sat with the chief exec arguing about numbers. Yeah, I want to be helping these lads. I want to be on the phone to them twenty four seven when things have gone maybe mm-hmm. wrong or good. You know, um, we had we had Danny Weber in last, uh, at the beginning of the week, and he's he does that type of thing. Yeah, and he said that you know it's totally different from what he's used to, but. You know, what he's learned being in the game mm. as to being an agent, not having played the game, is totally different. Yeah, 100%. I think, I think that'd be, I mean, obviously it's yourself, you've got to decide, but I don't think there's enough ex-players that go into that with the knowledge of what they have. Yeah, no, Because there's so I many agree. pitfalls for young players who think they've got the first contract, they're on 10, 15, 20 grand yeah. a week or whatever it is, and I think they've made it. Yeah, yeah. And next minute, two or three years later, they're out on their own. And they've got Jack. Really. Well, yeah, you've, you've hit the nail on the head. Like it's, I've been through a lot, um, and I see it now. And I, I feel like I kind of came into that role towards the, like that this point in my career anyway. At teams where I would try and give advice to the Madisons, the Ben Chilwells, yeah. the Mary Grays, you know, Hamza Chowderies. No, I don't want to sit there and I'm talking to them as if, you know, I'm an angel and no, no. don't you say, I don't know, I, I talk to them honestly about stuff and I don't think you should do that and, you know, talk about the future and sometimes they don't listen. You know, I was that young lad that, course, yeah. that didn't listen. We've all been there, yeah. Um, yeah. But if I can get one to listen, then great. So, yeah, that's something I, I, I would like to do and try and help these young lads, especially mm-hmm. now as well with social media and, and, and all sorts of stuff, it's... They've got to be really careful what mm-hmm. they do um, compared to maybe 10 years ago or even before that. So Because mm-hmm. you're only 34, but how different do you think players that are coming through now, like 16, 17, 18-year-olds, have it compared to how you had it and the kind of the time of pressures they're under, how quickly their names are out there and, and with things Scrutiny. like social media and FIFA and yeah. all of that kind of stuff? Well, well, you look at, you know, 15 years ago, you're coming through the ranks at Man United, there was no Instagram. You know, if you come through the ranks at Man United now and you play 10 games, you look at your Instagram and you've now got 500,000 followers, <laughs> you know, and, and that, that you know, the way social media is now and what people care about is followers and this and that and the access that people have got to players, you know, and it, it can affect you. 
And sometimes a kid might have been in the reserves, he's played 10 games for the first team, and all of a sudden, you're not just getting known on the street, like I was 15 years ago, it's your phone 24 seven. Um, and you can't get away from it. And, and, and what, would, what would you your advice be to a young kid like that, 17, 18? You've just got to be really careful. I think you, maybe you need... Would you advise them to do it or stay away from it? Yeah. I, I think it's... It can be good some ways. It's good and bad, isn't it? It's, it's great when things are going well for you. Yeah. It's when it goes the other way. And it's like I said, it's, you've got to have a balance and a, it can come down to the individual, I think. Yeah. Do you think also, because people from the outside would say, well, why have it? If, you're, if your ambition is to play for Manchester United... Why bother with social media at all? But I suppose there's an element of where you know your career as a footballer has a is, is limited. You're not mm. going to do it forever. But if you can build a big enough profile off the back of being a successful footballer, you have a potential career built into what you've built in an online following. Yeah, but then I think as well, I think you can use it to advantage. You know, fans. You know, I'm a I'm a I'm a fan. You know, you 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 want to see sometimes what that player's about, what his character is like. You know, you. Keep, Obviously, we get to see it on the pitch with certain players, but that doesn't mean that's the type of player off the pitch. Mm-hmm. You know, Maisie will tell you there's probably players that are really quiet off the pitch, and on the pitch, they're, you know, they're completely yeah. different people. So I think with fans, you want to, you, you, you want to, that's what you want to see. It's where we live in, and look at like Marcus, look at the way he's mm-hmm. used his social media to change. Well, we know what he's government, done. Yeah. His government, you know, he's gone against the government through social media. We couldn't do that, you know, 15 yeah. years ago. So. It's, it's got Pros its ups and cons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, should we go back to the start of your career rather than everybody else's? <laughs> yeah. What was life like growing up for you? Where were you based? You were born in Eccles, right? Yeah. Um, Eccles, just, yeah, local lad. Obviously, grew up as a United fan through my uncle. Had a few trials, didn't really think anything of it. Uh, normal house, uh, my mum, my two brothers, uh, my stepdad. Yeah, just one of my best mates actually at the time was Ryan. We used to we used to hang around with each other all the time. On a Sunday, he used to disappear, and I just once said to him, "I said, where do you keep going Sunday? I knock on your door because that was it. And then he knocked on you, your mate's door. He's either in or he wasn't. And then he said, "Oh, I go football around the corner." And I was like, "Oh, can I come?" And then yeah, I went with him. His dad took me, and it started from there. Really, I just uh, played football from then. Were your brothers into football? Um, yeah, but they ended up being City fans because oh. they were that, at that age where they hated they, they hated their big brother, so they turned blues. <laughs> <laughs> Is that still the case? <laughs> and they're still blues now, yeah. And I still bring up pictures of them in United kits. <laughs> because City wasn't City then, and now, you know, yeah. we've won a few things, and all right, well, I've got pictures of United <laughs> kit. <laughs> um, yeah, to be fair, their dad was a City fan, but... It was there was United fans at first, um, uh, but yeah no, and then I had a, a couple of trials at uh, Liverpool and City, and thankfully they both said no, um, because United came third, and and yeah we I got took on at about the age of twelve. Mm. Were you football obsessed at that time, or were you did you have did you like school? Did you have anything else that you were doing, or was it just football, football, football? It was just football, but I never really. F- I wasn't playing thinking, oh my God, I'm playing for United because I want to get in the first team. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you don't really think that, you know, that age. I remember one of my first trips, I, I you know, we, we, I kept the picture up later, was to, was, was to Dallas. Um, and me and Johnny were actually roommates. Um, and he, you know, I've got the, we sent a picture the other day into the group. Um, that was one of my first memories of, wow, I'm going to America with, you know, representing Man United. Yeah. You know, you got the tracksuit on and 
you know, we're little kids, we're going, you know, playing in this tournament. Like, you know, it was just completely, you know, as a 12 year old, it was, it was, it was crazy. And that was my first memory of, you know, you would go to the Littleton Road and you're training or the cliff you're training, but that was my first memory of actually representing Man United because you, you know, you, you're wearing a tracksuit and a badge, you know, traveling and representing another country. Who were the coaches then? So it was Tony Whelan. Yeah, Tony Whelan. He was good for me. I was with him under 12s, under 13s. Had Paul McGuinness through them years. It was Paul McGuinness. Had Mark Dempsey. Yeah. He's now obviously now. Yeah, Demps. Uh, Dempsey was class for me as well. Uh, Arthur Alberston was uh, was uh, was coaching as well. So yeah, no, he was. You know, how I, much of an influence did they have on your career so like at that early age? Um, a lot because I got to under 14s and I wasn't growing uh, the way you know other lads were. Yeah. Um, and it was coming up to the contract situation and uh, most of the team got released and they gave me another year to see if I'd develop and grow. But I stayed down because um, I was allowed to because I was the youngest in my year. So I stayed with, that was a year I stayed with Johnny's team. Mm-hmm. Richie, uh, Richie Jones, Phil Marsh moved up, I stayed down. Right. And that was the year when I think Tony and Paul gave me another chance because it would have been easy just to, you know, say, you know, you're gone. Yeah. Um, and um, Mark Demps and Arthur Alberston, yeah, really helped me that year to, to, to develop. Do you, know if, do you know if you'd have got released then? Do you think that'd have been it? I wouldn't have give up, but I probably oh, yeah. think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you look, a lot of lads... It's amazing, can, isn't it? How yeah. Such a fine line. Yeah. One person, two person's opinion yeah. can define your your whole life really yeah and that's that's why I said, yeah i said for me but it was tony Whelan and, and and paul who saw something yeah and thought why not another 12 months and see whereas they didn't have to do that mm. and they could have just been no you know it's it's uh, it was les kershaw as well i believe they gave me a chance and uh and uh you know, fortunately i repaid them back and I, I did kick on that year under mark dempsey and arthur yeah. What position were you playing then? Good question. Um, yeah, I was a centre back, and obviously I was tiny, so I got kicked to kicked to the side, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right back now. Yeah. But Arthur was a full back, you know, and and so I learned a lot. And Demps was obviously a local like lad, and that year was a good good group of players. So yeah, I got you know shoved to right back, and and that was it from there on. In yeah. <laughs> what sort of player were you? Um, yeah, I was just just love tackling. Yeah, it was smashing just, people. Yeah, I loved it. You can't do it as much now in this game, but I just love to empty people. Yeah, to be honest, <laughs> <laughs> and I think love you could that. get you know it's <laughs> you know, and I always remember games where like you know Liverpool and going to City, Platt Lane, and and we go to them games, and I'd love to see some of the get them videos back of some of the, some the tackles, the tackles, and we're fourteen, you know, trying to make sure you don't let the scousers beat you. Yeah. Um, and it's that's been you know it just gets instilled in you from early age. What's it like when you're in that environment? And I suppose at about fourteen, fifteen, you're thinking about you know this is a bit more serious now because you're, you're a bit older, and you see people being let go. Is that scary? Do you miss people? Do you worry about yourself? Are you thinking about them? Yeah, it's scary because you you're in school. Uh, everyone sees you in a different way. Oh yeah, you play for United. Well, you don't play for United you're 15 years old yeah. you, don't, you know you know <laughs> i want to play for united yeah i'm trying to play for united you know when you're doing your gcse's the, your teachers are asking you you know looking at you like no be serious but 
you know, college, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Because they're not looking at you thinking you're going to go and have a football career, you know? Which I get it from the point of view, they're trying to be realistic, but at the same time, they just don't believe in you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is a scary because in that one moment, when you're, if you're 16 and you get told no or yes, if it's a no, you, you're not even in school anymore, you're out into the, you know, the, into the world. If it's a yes, all of a sudden you're training every day at Carrington and living in digs um, and learning and learning your trade and being paid. <laughs> so it's, it's like Maisie said, it's them fine, fine lines, lines of people's opinions. So when you were 16, is that whenever Paul and Tony, Mark, yeah. Tony decided, yeah, we'll keep you on? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, they, they decided that. Um, what was that like? Ah, I remember it at Carrington. I was, uh, yeah, I was gonna swear. I was, <laughs> was crapping myself. Oh my god! Went into that meeting, and I think every, I think you always think the worst. Anyway, yeah. I think you prepare yourself for the worst. I don't think if you go in thinking, oh yeah, I've got a deal. Like you can't. Um, Did you have any inkling of anyone else or um, any good vibes? Nah, because my just... group was 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 all. I was always. Like I said I managed to get back into. And when I went from the 14s with Johnny and then the rest of them boys, and I managed to get a couple of games at the 17s, so I jumped back up yeah. to you know on a Saturday morning playing at uh, Carrington with the year above. Mm-hmm. So I got a couple of games in in that, but you still don't f- know what's going to happen. And the other lads in my group were always seemed deemed. Was it a case of like there's a room and they're all lined up outside? Yeah, oh, yeah, you had your slot times. Yeah, did you? <laughs> yeah. And the other two lads always, they were always deemed or seemed better than me. Yeah. So I was always thinking, oh, it's not, it's not going to happen. Did um, they go on to have careers, those two it guys? Was, yeah, it was Richie, Richie Jones, Phil Marsh. Yeah. I thought, yeah, they're get, I just thought they're getting them. I'm mm. 50, you know, I'm 50 50. So you but go in. You get, yeah, you go in, you sit down, you're your mum, you know, and they you know, have a chat. Uh, have a chat about the development and then in the end they said they're glad that they gave me that extra 12 months because we want to give you three years and you just you know you just you know you just want to cry really don't you it's just happiness and and you know then right this is time to yeah you know i'm not going to college you know one of them to your teachers <laughs> um, and it's you've got three years work training every day to to be the best you can to then that's when you start thinking about the mm-hmm. first team when you go in pre-season and you walk into the canteen and, you know, Scholes is there and Giggs is there and you, you're thinking, oh, shit, I don't know what to say hello <laughs> or not. You know what I mean? Um, I think that's when you start thinking about, right, yeah. can, I, can I do my best I can to, you know, to be where they are. To uh, ingratiate you with them, did you have to do some kind of initiations or anything? Yeah, I did. So we were talking about these the other day. I did. What did you have to do? Um, it's Porty, this Sporty man, <laughs> you know, Sporty, Giggsy, little ringleaders. Like, you know, you hear about it, right? But they don't tell you when it's gonna be, and you think you're just you're just waiting for that day. You think, right? They're gonna, we're getting pulled in this first team dress room any day, <laughs> and you don't know when it's gonna be. And they pull you in. Oh my god! And they just literally. So you learn a lot, you know, and it, it, it it's great, and it, you feel part of it afterwards a bit, and they just stick you in the middle, and you you know. Do what did you have to do? Questionnaire. So you get a few options. You get to sing, do funny movements, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is the worst one. You just got to 
go around the dressing room do funny movements. <laughs> Basically, you just got to get one person to A laugh. laugh. Yeah. <laughs> and no one laughs. Yeah, sing or you can... Oh, you can do, I think it's true, a uh, uh, question, uh, they ask you a question and you've got to be honest. Mm-hmm. So they'll say stuff like, who's the worst player in the first team? So that's another one that you don't want to do. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So you, it's, it's, it's a uh, singing. Character building. Yeah. You know, and you've, you've got to, I can't remember, maybe you've got to literally look at the first team, you're 16, and you've got to say who you think's the worst player in the dressing room. Like, that's not easy. <laughs> no. You know, I mean? <laughs> you know he's going to hate you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, you know, that, them type of questions. So I always think you're best to go first, mm-hmm. get out of the way, and then hopefully people forgot what you did yeah. and it, you remember the ones that went last. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> thing. It's character building and it makes you feel part of it. Did you have to do all of those or you just got to pick one? No, nah, you pick one. What did you pick? Um, I tried to rap. Nice. Yeah. How did it go? Not very well. <laughs> but it was better than funny movements. Yeah. You know, all this, all the stuff I've seen. Um, and yeah, I didn't really want to sit in there and say who I thought was the worst. Did you see other people do that? Yeah, you yeah, went, yeah. You're all lined up. Who yeah. was the, uh, which was the most awkward one? Oh, I've been there. Um, Kyle Moran, you know. Do you remember Kyle Moran? Mm. I think he tried to do funny movements and I, you know, you're just cringing. <laughs> Oh, okay. even I felt bad because <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's the worst one, and everyone just sits there like, like what you're doing, and you know what gigs you never like, just no, just like that, out. <laughs> you know, like, what was that? You know, like that dry, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But no, it was it was um, it's good fun. Yeah, yeah it's good, good fun. fun P- yeah, there was a few uh, PK and that have just their accent made them funny. Danny, what was that group of players like that you've mentioned a few of them there? Did you enjoy being with those players? Did you build a good bond together? Yeah, so we um, I, we didn't have much of a team. Most of it got uh, released, but you know when it was a, a lot. It was a time when a lot of foreigners were coming in as as young lads. You know, it mm-hmm. was a lot were coming through United at the time. We were recruiting a lot from abroad, and you know, Gerard was one. PK, I lived with. Floribert and Galula, Marcus Neumeyer, you know, Rossi. It was a time where Yami Pustin, and it was a time where there was a lot of foreigners coming in. And it's, it's, it's tough because sometimes, because, you know, you, you you know they're coming in as well. And mm-hmm. a lot, you know, you're only 17, 16, 17, 18, but you know they're coming on a massive, at that time, you know, your youth contract, they're coming on in, you know, big contracts. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, they're back, you know, you're 17 and they're buying the, Big cars before you and you're driving around in your micro. <laughs> you know what I mean? So these little things like that, and you know that you think, oh, they're gonna get more chances before you. But the, the two of them were very, very good players, Gerard and Rossi. You know, Rossi, you could all, you know, his finishing was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. We all know what PK was, you know, was has done in, in the game. But it, you know, it is competition and. Mm-hmm. Anything it, it makes you better, and you look at the years above, and you you're all competing against each other. You're all mates, but you're all fighting for each other's yeah. places. You know, Phil yeah. Bars, he was one of my good mates, and me and him was up against each other, and you know we were mates off the pitch. But I saw Bars getting to Bars getting Bardo getting the first team, and I'm thinking, well, I want that spot. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're really honest, when that happens, are you happy that that player's had that opportunity, or does it make? Because I always want this about like even just like substitutes. 
you sat there annoyed when things are going well because it lessens the chance of your impact. So in that era, when you're a younger player, are you going, oh, congratulations, mate, I'm really pleased for you? Or secretly are you thinking? No, yeah, no, listen, you, you are happy for them. But you also, at the same time, you're thinking, if he has a good few games here, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I'm two years younger than him. It, you know, I'm, I'm not in a good position. I'm not in a good place, you know. If And that's it. It's how it is. And sometimes it's timing. You know, look, look you know, we talked about Bardo there. At the end of the day, the Twins came in and me and Bardo was irrelevant. You know, they come mm-hmm. in and it was fantastic when they come in. So, but yeah, you, you are happy for you, mate. Of course you are. I remember being stood up, you know, sat up there watching Bardo in the Champions League and, but you're wanting that to be you. And then that's when I feel like loan spells and stuff like that come into it and you go out and and learn and get better or you sit in the reserves telling everyone you play for United mm-hmm. and you don't. Mm-hmm. So there's way, different ways of looking at it, yeah. I can't believe we've got this far without mentioning Sir Alex. Um, what was your encounters with him like at that stage? Had you met him a few times? Had he given you advice? Yeah, I put a picture up the other day. Obviously, it's his birthday and... Um, I remember the, yeah, I think when you, I think it's told if you, I don't know how long it happened for, um, but normally when you sign full time, uh, you get invited down to the first home game and you get to go in the dressing room and you meet Sir Alex and you have a picture with him in his room. Um, I still got the picture, I put it up on Instagram the other day, as I said, and it's just scary, isn't it? <laughs> it just scares you, like, you know what I mean? It's like, even now, you know, for me, if I see him now, I'm a, Hi, boss, you know. Yeah. You don't make any conversation, you just wait for him yeah. to make it. <laughs> and it's he's just got that presence aura, and yeah. aura about him. And yeah, you you know, you buzz and you go down. I remember he said, you get to speak to one player, who's your favourite player? And I remember saying Wes Brown. I was just buzzing to speak to Wes, you know, because I used to look at Wes, Manchester lad, smashes people, you know, like, <laughs> I just used to love the way he tackled. So yeah, that was my first encounter with Sir Alex, really, and... I said, and unfortunately, I got the picture of it. And but yeah, it was. It, you know what else as well? I think people said he knew everything about you. Does that? He knew everything yeah. about you. He didn't even, even if you not spoke to him, he, he, he knew everything about you, about everyone. And it was just remarkable. He shocked you at the time, and it's just remarkable how much he remembered about everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just you know, what made him so special. Him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone's name, down to the tea lady, up to. Players' wives, girlfriends. Yeah. It's, it's Parents, incredible. Parents. Exactly, yeah. And yeah. I think you can only do is learn from him. And I think that's why United, United, he, he's built, he built that and he made it a family mm. of him respecting mm-hmm. everyone was on the same level. Yeah. You know, like he said, tea late, doesn't matter. He respected everyone the same and treated them the same and mm-hmm. um, spoke to everyone the same. And, uh, you know, he, he, was, he, was, he was obviously a, he was a special man. This is an astonishing image. Amazing. That's not you. I'm telling you. I'm, me. I'm telling you. I'm 16. You look like a 20 year old businessman. Oh. <laughs> this is a very peculiar image. It's, it's mad.
Me, Dan. I put it off for his birthday, but I found it. That That's was, a that belter. Was, that was it's mad, isn't it? That's yeah, that's that. I found it, and that was the first. Um, Let me say it properly. I'm not I, sure the year. If it wasn't for the eyes, I wouldn't believe it was you. No, I don't no. think it, no. You actually look younger now. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's it's time, you can look more mature. Said, I yeah. said, yes, this is the kipper time. I actually put on a thing. This is actually me, this picture, like, just so you know. But yeah, whatever year that was, that was the first home game. And I met we we got to we met him in the yard going one by one get your picture. <laughs> what a glow up! <laughs> wow. Yeah, Brilliant. I just said that as well. Brilliant. But yeah, like I said that was the first time, and then you get took down to the dressing room, you meet the players. But yeah, that was the first mm -hmm. real time I um, I met him, and like I said, I'm glad I found the pic. Well, I'm I am glad, and I'm not glad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, such a nice memory to have. Yeah. Brilliant. So You'll remember that shirt and tie anyway. Yeah. You still got it. <laughs> I suppose what well, happened I'll next. Answer, imagine that'd be funny, wouldn't it? Is what happened next uh, that Probably you went out on loan? Thing. Yeah. Because you, you had a yeah. few loans, didn't you? And yeah. when though when that comes about, is that did you want to go out on loan? Did it make you yeah. feel less involved with the club? What what was going through your mind? Yeah. So it was the few year the youth team days were weren't easy. We had. Brazilian, what do you remember? Remember Francisco, Filio, Brazilian youth coach, came in. Yes. Remember, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He came in. Um, yeah, and, and obviously it was all about youth cup. Like everyone knew you've got to get in a youth cup team. Do well in youth cup, you're on the right track. There'll mm. be two, three, four, there'll be some lads that will kick on. Yeah. Our team was really good and we got beat in the first round against Stoke 1 0. So Alex was fuming. You know, we've got PK, Rossi, Johnny, Shawcross, Gibson, Fraser Campbell, you know, Tom, the team, you know, like the that, team is a joke, honestly. It's like, not very often go, the whole youth team score go on to make a yeah, career. Exactly. After like, like, losing the first round of the youth cup, you know, you lose the first round of youth cup, that they're no good. And that was a really good youth cup team and mm -hmm. we let everyone down. Um, I couldn't get in it, but yeah, we, like I said, we, we let everyone down with that and, you, you obviously then it's you, you think oh well that team's not good enough um, that group you go into reserves and I had um, Ricky uh, Spradio uh, and then Rene came in Rene was brilliant with me um, Chucky yeah. Chucky toughens you up but yeah uh, and then you you're in the reserves um, but then it was all the path then was Antwerp if you got chosen to go Antwerp and you done well it was you come back to the first team and I remember there's a few lads that were going to Antwerp and I thought, I want to go. And I actually knocked on Swalix's door and I said, why Why can't I go? And he looked at me and said, give me a few days, get out. <laughs> I was like, I don't think, and I didn't think anything of it, but I just thought, I want to be one of them that's going there because I knew the, the path. Who selected the players to go? Um, I think it was... So Alex and Jim, the, Ryan, yeah, 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 and 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 my first group was was Sylvan Blake, Tom Eaton, Adam Eckersley, and yeah, they let they, they let well, he, he told me to go. Yeah. In the end, I think it was more because I knocked on his door and he thought, mm -hmm. oh, this he's 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 willing, you know, he wants to give it a go. And then I stayed another half a season with Fraser Campbell, Gibson, and and Johnny, and so I had a year in Belgium and it. it it, you go from playing in front of 500 fans to, you know, it was only the second division, but they were getting 10,000 fans. Yeah. You know, you learn a lot about yourself. 
um, different culture and you understand that you then understand what it's like for other lads to come mm-hmm. here from leave their families and stuff although and we still had three mates with us not on our own so yeah and then yeah it was it was it was a, a, a year where you, you learn a lot about yourself and you, and you kind of mature and, you, and grow a bit did you find a step up easy enough from reserves to first team um it, it, it was a, it was difficult at first it was you know you walking in it's men yeah yeah you know and yeah. we, we and the, the other thing was there was a few fights at the start because you don't realize these is this is their job right mm. these men this is their life you know the payments money win bonuses but we don't think of anything like that and you've coming in as oh we're these united lads nicking my mate's team my, my teammate's place because yeah. we literally got went straight into the team and cast a shoe problems you know these are 30 odd you know, I'm one of the captain who's like 33 and he hated us you <laughs> 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 just totally hated us you know what I mean but you had to, you had to deal with it and toughen up and stick up for yourself and eventually get their respect yeah and you get the respect by sticking up for yourself and then by playing well and then eventually it was like the other teammates who was fuming that his teammates been put on the bench are actually like actually no we, we want them in the team yeah. Um, Did you expect that? I didn't expect that going in though. Like I said, you're in the reserves, you're in the United bubble, and you go there and it's 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 men it's men. It's men's football and uh, and you're playing first team for not just for development, you're playing to win. You're playing yeah. it's a job, fans, isn't it? It's a job, yeah. yeah. It becomes real. And yeah, you gotta look after yourself and, and be ready for them games and learn about traveling and way games and it was yeah it was it was it was a really really good experience and living on your own as well which you'd never done before yeah and driving on the other side of the road and all that stuff and yeah foreign language yeah there's a few incidents um Go few, on, a few crashes <laughs> uh these two kia picantos one was red and one was blue and we used to, oh no, it's just bad. We used to race each other and all sorts of stuff because we, yeah, we're just bored, you know. You know, when sometimes you're in the training in Belgium, we're just bored. Like, we don't know what to do. Like, we don't know anybody. Remember, we got a ping, we got a table, tennis table, and we just played that all day. We didn't, we didn't know what to do, really. We didn't have much to do. We didn't know anyone. We couldn't go anywhere. So, yeah, we used to rag it around town and yeah. Yeah. It yeah. didn't go that fast, but <laughs> yeah, one was red, one was blue. And, you know, we'd see if you can get home first. <laughs> to be honest, it's like real yeah. life Mario Kart, basically. Yeah, I'm probably getting trouble with saying that, but yeah, that is that's the way it was, really. Yeah, and like I said, you, you're away from home. I think we got a couple of days, a month to come home, but you earn a lot, yeah. Does your focus stay on Antwerp when you're there, or are you looking at what United are doing? Are you paying attention to the results? And is your head always thinking, that's where, this is what I'm doing this for, this is where I want to be? Yeah, you, you, you're watching for Carlin Cup games. League Cup, because that's when lads will get in a chance. You get a league, you know, if you get a, I don't know, no disrespect, if you get a, I don't know, Exeter at home, mm-hmm. you know, while you're on loan, someone's, the you know, lads are going to get a debut, chance. a chance. Um, so that was really what we normally look for, you know, who who's getting on the Champions League bench. Mm-hmm. And if the 3-0 up, who's going to come on for 10 minutes? Mm. Or who was going to get the debut in the League Cup while you was away? Because they might... Just yeah, outside of mind, you feel like, but they're gonna might they might play other worldy and then you know, they might be in front of you. So what was it like when you came back to United when you'd finished there? Were you thinking 
now I'm going to wait for my chance. Did you want to go on loan again? Yeah, so um, so Alex spoke to me and I feel like I'm going to spend the whole day talking about Johnny, by the way. But <laughs> Do you know what? It's honestly, actually yeah. unbelievable so, um, how your yeah. paths have crossed honestly, though, isn't it? We, we, went, we went to Sunderland together. Well, to we can't fair. get him on. Just to be fair, so, no, we can't get him on. We can't get hold of him. We've got a contact for him to get him yeah. on. It'd be great. <laughs> We've not met anyone who knows him yet, so we're not yeah, going to get hold of him. That's astonishing, that. He's yeah. not a talker, though, is he? Yeah. <laughs> And I was I'm not getting involved. You know, <laughs> I'm not getting involved. I'm not getting involved. But yeah, we we obviously spent. We have been at a lot of clubs. Uh, yeah, so we was Antwerp, and you mentioned Sir Alex um, sent me and Johnny to Sunderland with obviously Roy Keane, which was an idol. Now I've done a year in Belgium. Are you ready to go to the Championship? Yeah, you know, take on that pressure, um, and 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 under your idol. Who scared you? <laughs> you know, I remember training the first team, and you know, he, he just you know, when you, you know, when the, you know, when the bibs get given out, and it's ten v ten, and if Keno got a bib, you didn't want a bib because if he was on his team, oh my god, you got hammered. Even if you, even if it was a go pass to him, it was just and 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 he messed up. It was your fault. You know, <laughs> he just hammered you, and he but he toughened you up. I remember a time when he went mad at PK. Um, started having a go uh, by his hair and knew you. He had his Alice band in, oh, he hammered him, but yeah, no, it was an idol. And you learn, you learn a lot. And I think we went there with Roy Keane, we learned a lot. And we, we, you know, we managed to have a successful spell and, and get you know, win the league. Mm -hmm. So, that that story with PK and, and the bibs that's at United, right? Yeah, as a young player come into a team that has Roy Keane in it, is there a point where you have to just work out how to ignore him? Because otherwise, I suppose, is he get, or, or does he build you up? I don't up? think you ignore him. That's definitely not the right way to approach it. Well, no, but I mean, if he's, if he, if, if you're scared of, if he's such a, like, I mean, as a figure, he's such a character and, and like a legend around this club, but you don't want to have him having a go at you every day. Otherwise, you'd lose all your confidence. Do you, do you, do you get to a point where you snap back? This is the thing you're saying about Sir Alex and people like, it's Man United, it's pressure. <laughs> so if you can't, train with Roy Keane on a Tuesday morning at Carrington, you're not going to play here in front of 70 odd thousand. Mm. So as much as you're scared, the more you do it, the more you get used to it and the, or you, you either get used to it or you don't. And the ones that don't, you not, don't train with him anymore. Yeah. It's that simple. So Alex, you just know. So, you know, he was, it was them and it was standards every day. You learn, like I learned a lot from them that I didn't realise at the time that would help me in my career about Every day, hundred percent. It was they're all winners. Look at everything they won. Maisie's won every. You know, he won every. He, he seen it. It, it. it was, it was just that was just normal to what I'd win every day. Whether it was uh, five aside, eleven v eleven, and it, and, and mm. that you don't learn. You don't realize at the time, but that's actually getting put instilled in you. The thing is, as well, lots of players from United do go out and loan. You've had a number of loan experiences, but other managers want United players because they know, although yeah. they might be young, that is innate within them. Yeah, no, yeah. They've got a certain personality because they've become come through the ranks. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, it's it's you know you you look at a lot of players that have been at United. They've gone on to have good mm -hmm. careers, quite a lot, yeah. and and it's no, it can't just be down to. That player, you know, we've just players all over the you know country that are playing for different kind of type of teams, but you know, in that maybe five or six years, a lot of lads are going to name lots of names now who are still playing in the Premier League and who have, was around Sir Alex and 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 Roy Keane and them players who 
and 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 you just like I said, you go on loan, and it's just in you. It just mm-hmm. gets put in you without you even knowing. You did go on another loan after Sunderland. To, no, did you go on another loan after Sunderland? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I went to. I came back to the first team. Um, got a, managed to get a few games. And then, That's when you made your debut yeah, after Sunderland. What yeah. was that moment like? Because then you were a Man United player, not when you were just wearing the badge yeah, as a child. You, you say that, but. Yeah, it's great. You get it's an unbelievable. You know, it was here against Coventry. Did your brothers come? Um, yeah, everyone came. <laughs> yeah, they had to. <laughs> but yeah, we lost. So <laughs> we lost. You know, and again, back to you've cut. We lost the first round, and you think, ah, oh, we're done. And it's Carling Cup. I made Old Trafford. You're making your debut in Coventry City. Beat you two one. Mm. So Alex went mad. You know, and it was me, I remember it was Barsley, Eagles, I think we played that day. I think then it was like the fringe, not fringe players. I think, you know, Wes might have played and Anderson, Nanny. Yeah. Even Dong played, I think. Um, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and we lost 2-1. And you think that's your last chance because mm-hmm. Carling Cup's another year away and a year's a long time. Mm-hmm. You managed to stick around it. But yeah, it was amazing to get your debut. You still, that's not for me your debut. I think your debut is your Premier League Premier debut. Premier League, yeah. Which is shortly after. Yeah. And it was one of the best days of my life still. I, I, Did you feel then because you're playing with the first team, like the actual first team, not the fringe players? Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. And it was here, it was Wigan. And I was mad. I think Wes got injured, come off. Shady went on for him. Shady got injured. Bosses looked and I thought, oh, these two <laughs> defenders just injured here. I'm like, this is me. <laughs> Danny, what are you going on? Oh my God, that moment. As much as you're buzzing, obviously you're scared. And and I come on for, at the end of the first half and started well. And yeah, ended up setting up Waza. You know, I remember it like it is now. I look out there, I think Scolzi gets the ball. I've made overlap. He plays a nice weighted pass as he does. And then I've crossed it for Waz or Header. They've all run over to me and it's Stretford End and, you know, you just... That's amazing. It's a dream, you know yeah. what I mean? That's, you know, and as a defender as well, it's, you know, when a striker comes on and scores a goal, it's a dream. But for me, I actually didn't just make my Premier debut. I set up Wayne Rooney at the Stretford End and we won 4-0 and I had a good night. a good night after that, yeah. What does and it feel was, like thinking was, about that? Was, that was, for me, that... I know I mentioned the Carling Cup, but you can see the reaction different. Mm-hmm. It was that Premier League day was... How did you celebrate? Town? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Listen, Joe, is, is you, you just... Well, I mean, you just set up Wazza and played, you know, Premier League debut and you've been in, you've been there since you were 12 and and you all your mates are buzzing for you. You know, you think you've made it at that point, to be honest. Uh, yeah, you go out and have a few drinks and you, you celebrate that moment because it was, it was, it was. That's everything really, you've worked for, yeah. isn't it? All those Antwerp yeah. trips and Sunderland oh, and everything about yeah. that. That's the reason why you do what you do to get to where you got to. And even the way I got the chance given to me, it was through two injuries. It wasn't, you know, it was quite, I was lucky. Mm. And obviously, you don't want players to get injured, your, your mates, but. You know, they they got injured, two defenders in the first half, unheard of, and you get your chance and you know what I mean, you're setting up like I said, you're setting up Waza and you've got I've got the picture of you know, Ronaldo and Evra Rio running over. You know, because they're buzzing for you, you yeah, know, it's like the first team yeah. buzz for you, like 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 I would now for a young lad, like they're, they're absolutely buzzing for you. 
you know, we've, they've got three points and that's part of them winning the league, but they're absolutely in that moment. They're so happy for you uh, as a young lad to, to get that moment in the dressing room and stuff afterwards. What does um, it feel like telling that story and thinking about that moment and being here and looking at ah, the pitch? I give you goosebumps, mate. I want to get back on there. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, it's, it's, it's good, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's sad because I think... I think I could have done more. Um, I only got about eight, nine games, but it's sad because I think I maybe could have had more of them moments uh, United if, you know, you, you don't get a bit carried away with, mm. with with going out and stuff. Do you think, that's very honest, are you yeah. talking personally there? Yeah, 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 I'll be real, I think, yeah. I've been in you know, Sir Alex's office a few times. <laughs> uh, and, and you're young, you know, I'm a local lad and... And Manchester's on your doorstep, isn't it? Yeah, and all of a sudden, everyone knows you. Do you know what I mean? People know who you are. And did you find that tough? I've, yeah, to get used to sort of thing, the adulation and no, it is. I probably liked it. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, well, I'm everybody likes yeah. being liked. I, I, I said it. Be <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, you are, and then you know, you get you get a new deal and. I said, you're young and you're like, oh, what do I do with this? And you, you don't really know what to do. And mm. you, you do, you go out. Did you have anyone to turn to? Or did you have an agent? Did you have older mates to, to, to rein you in a little bit? Really or did you just get carried away with that? Carried away, carried yeah. away, yeah. From the outside, I would guess people don't instinctively want to calm you down. People want to encourage it, yeah. I guess. People want yeah, to be like, yeah, but, you've just, yeah, just set away really. Let's get out on the town. Let's celebrate. This is a big moment. And... You think people let's let's Danny, we're going out tonight. You got to come out tonight. You're playing for Man I imagine there's a lot. It must be really difficult. Yeah, but they're the people who drag you down. Yeah, and you don't you, know. You, you have your mates. Yeah, yeah. Who you've grew up with. Then you have mates who come into your circle, and they're the ones that drag you away because you are playing for United. Mm -hmm. yeah. You are earning decent money. Yeah. And then as soon as you're out of that circle, or you go to another club, there they go. Then they go. Yeah. And they're on to the next person. Yeah. It and there's so many leeches around days, right. who will bleed or bleed every penny out of you sort of thing. Yeah. And it's 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 not nice. No. It's not nice. No. But as a young kid, you don't know. You get carried away with it and you yeah. think, This is great. Everyone loves me. Yeah. But that's he's right. It's experiences. You don't you think these people like love you, you for love because, you yeah. and they've got your best interests at the heart and it takes a while for you to realise they don't. Sometimes it's too late. Yeah. Um, and it's your real mates that pull you to the side eventually like some did and said, you're getting a bit, you know, you've changed you. Yeah. And it that, that hurts that. Remember, it's, you've changed. Uh, I weren't really hanging around with real mates anymore. I had these new mates and you just get a bit, like I said, you get carried away and I think I did a little bit and, like I said, um, still managed to play a lot of games, Champions League and stuff. But and it was a really difficult team to break into. Mm. You know that 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 squad of players. You know, even the defense: Shazy, Gaznev, Wes. You know, Owen Agu used to play fullback. You know, it was, it was, a, it was that was obviously one. I think a top, top, top team. What was the year you made your debut? I would have been two thousand. Is it maybe? No, no, 2000, 
Shenoga, ¿verdad? Sí, sí, sí. 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 Yeah, six. Six. yeah, 2006, yeah. Six. So just a, a team that just a few years later would go on to win the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, so that was, uh, yeah. Premier League three times in a row. I'm in 2008. Yeah, that was it. The year was yeah. the year of Champions League year. I played three games the group stage. Um, the year with the Chelsea, the penalty, um, the penalty shootout. Mm -hmm. And you look at it now and you're seeing lads getting Champions League medals mm -hmm. and they're not kicked the ball. Yeah. In the Champions League, I think is it William Bruce done yeah. that one, and yeah, you know, and if you look back then, did you not get like, one? Nah, it's crazy. Changed, yeah. But you know, I played three, four, three games in the group stages. Uh, I remember the best one was Roma away. Ah, oh, got Roma away, and you playing in that stadium and Totty, yeah, and uh, you know we drew one all. I think PK scored a header. And even that's another big moment for you, you know, mm -hmm. Champions League, Roma away, you know, even though they're already through. Uh, the other games were at home, Dynamo, Kiev, but this is Roma. And it was still pretty much the first teams, only one or two was that chucked in, that PK. And at the end of the game, I've asked Tati for his shirt. And he said, oh, sorry, sorry, Rooney. I was like, right, it's cool. Fair enough, yeah. Fair enough. Is that because he wanted Wayne's in return? They yeah, they must have already yeah, spoke so about yeah. it. Yeah. So anyway, I'm in the dressing room uh, and I think it was Alec Kitman. He's come in on Simo. Oh, no, he goes, yeah. And it was Tati's shirt, but it was his first half shirt. Mm. So he'd gone in, he's obviously swapped his second half shirt with Waza, but he'd gone in, told his kit man that That's Simpson meant. had asked, it, asked for his, and he dug out the first half one mm. and told him to pass it through. How nice is which that? Is, yeah, which is, you know, and I've got it all framed and that That's now. Cool. So yeah, it was. That's awesome. Yeah, it was, it was a nice moment that, because he didn't have to do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's it's, so cool. That maybe shows about what about the man he is as well. Mm. We don't, I don't know him. He'll but. have Simpson on his wall, you know. Yeah, I hope, yeah, I hope he has. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. You're embarrassed, to give, you're actually yeah, yeah, embarrassed yeah. to give him yours. I don't know how you ever felt, but you actually, sometimes you do feel embarrassed to give them yours because they're just going to dash it in the skip. You don't know that. <laughs> you do feel like that, but I didn't care. I got his. I bet you when, yeah. when you won the Premier League title, he was getting that shirt out. Yeah. <laughs> so I knew, I knew about this guy for ages, guys. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, but yeah, no, I said it was, I remember that That's moment, cool, you know, he didn't have to do that. It's really and, nice. And, and I said it's, it was. Little, it teaches you a lot yeah, as a young player going yeah. forward as well. You might did. want to return the favour to someone felt, one day. I felt that sat in the dressing room. It was already buzzing anyway. You know, we, we drew 1 1, Champions League, Roman away. And obviously, when you get given that, he didn't have to do that, and it, it was a nice moment. Yeah, cool. this is this is a little tangent because I think this is a really nice bit of story. But are you into memorabilia? Have you got loads of shirts? Which are the best ones you've got? And and because I mean that was a great story. If there's more of those, I'd love to hear them. Um, before I left United, I just got all the, I got all these lads shirts, mm -hmm. all signed. Kaznevs, um, I got all these uh, to sign me one with a nice message, and he's, was his, uh, I played that was my last game. Um, Espanol. His testimonial. Um, I got that. Waza. The only one I didn't get was Scolzi's. Sam knows him well. I've got, yeah, I've, I've got one. Yeah. I've got a Paul uh, Scholes number seven signed shirt. Yeah. Yeah, which is the <laughs> only one in the world. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. So the thing is, it, it was Scolzi's 18, isn't it? Yeah. Like number 18. So when he come back, 
When it was 22. 22 yeah. It didn't, it wasn't the same. I you need, got, you need to get an I original. I could have got a 22 mm. when mm. I played and all that, but I think that's the one I, I wish I got really. Mm. Scolesy 18 was, was the one. I got a lot of other lads, all Giggsy and that. I'm and sure I'll sort you out. Yeah, that was, that, sort of was, was that was one I think should have got. But You just mentioned your last game there. Did you know in advance that that was going to be your last game? No. Actually, I had a decent game. <laughs> so you were playing carefree, like this is it, yeah. this is the life. I had a decent game. Uh, I know it's only a testimonial, but he's still a friendly before the season yeah. starts. And, you know, so Alex, after that, said, listen, you, you know, you're not coming on the pre-season tour, and I think that's when you know. Because mm. when you, you go on, you've been on a few pre-season tours, you're part, yeah. you're part of it, he's looking at you. And I weren't, I didn't go on that tour uh, and that, so then, yeah, then I had that game. I thought I've done well, and then yeah, it was it was you know go out on loan. I was in my last year of my contracts, and you know, there was no negotiate. You just know as much as you, How was that you like? don't. Um, it was It was difficult. I, I went on loan first till January, so I'm still thinking in my head, go to Newcastle. Did you ask him when he, when he said to you about going on tour? Listen, Danny, you're not you're not coming on tour. I don't think, I Did you not ask? Why not? You're still scared. I think you're still scared. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I just I just think I don't think it would have changed anything. No, I think you knew. I've been on two or three just before that, and I think I can't remember who he took instead of me. I've been David Gray, and yeah, you know. But yeah, so I'm still you 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 know I'm disappointed with that. Yeah, because them tours like that that. For young lads, them tours when you get to That's know the hard. first team, you know you you're traveling with them, you're on the plane, yeah. you're on the you know hotels like that's when you really get to get to know the first team. They get to know you. You know we play Mario Kart or Soulcom. It used to be at the time, <laughs> and and you're all in little groups and you you know and that's how you yeah you've got you've got to get involved. You don't want to otherwise you just there. You got to get you you got you know you got to jump yeah. straight in and try and get to know. Them. It makes things easier. But yeah, I said I went to Newcastle, still on loan, thinking oh, if I do well, I might come back. But who's the manager then? Um, Chris Shooton, and 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 they off, they wanted me to sign permanent, three and a half years. It was January, and it was one of them. It was it, Newcastle's a big club, and mm. uh, you know you have to be realistic. Yeah. I said the twins were flying. I remember, I remember. Oh God, I remember Raphael chested one, volleyed it in the bottom corner, Arsenal away. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> that's me in it. That's that's what I'm up against. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I did all right in my debut. I said, well, I didn't volley one in the bottom corner against Arsenal. <laughs> I think it was um, no, and I, I just knew it was time. So I was 22. It was time to. Make a career and Newcastle did, was. Did a, you have a, a chat with anybody at United before you left? It was just well, it's a good look, really. I didn't come back. I was already in Newcastle, mm-hmm. um, so it was literally just sign the new form, the new contract, the papers, and it was a phone call just saying good luck with everything. Right. You know, we knew at the time Newcastle was going to get promoted as well. Mm-hmm. You know, we're top of the league, so it was a. I, you know, I'm going to be in the Premier League next good year. Good time to go, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, on the up. Yeah, it was yeah. on the up, massive club. Yeah. In I that could, moment, I had to do it. Yeah, are you, are you excited in that moment, or is it disappointment because you're giving up on that dream at Manchester United, or do you find excitement in well, this is a new opportunity. I wonder what's going to happen here, or is it something between the two? I was a bit gutted I didn't get to say bye to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally, you're at the training ground and you leave and you say that lads, I'm getting off. But I was already in Newcastle. 
and it was yeah, just stayed. It was just mm. like never went back. It was weird. Like mm. it just never went back to Carrington. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was gutting to leave. You know, it's it's all it's it's what you think. You just think you sign at twelve. You sign, you know, after school. You 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 know, youth, and then it's answer. You think this is oh, this is me till I'm thirty. You just think yeah, yeah, you're United forever. Yeah. You do actually think you're gonna be United forever. It's um, all you know, though, isn't it? Even though you've been out yeah. on loan, you're, you're always alone, going back home. Yeah, it's technically home. to Carrington. It was home, Carrington, you know, and and you don't even when you go on loan, you don't you you come back to Carrington, you appreciate Carrington even more because <laughs> you just gone on loan to other training grounds and the facilities, and you actually you appreciate what Carrington is. But at the same time, I, I, you want to play in the Premier League and you want to have a good career and. I couldn't turn that down, and it was it was the right thing to do under a good Newcastle team. Of a was there any other manager. clubs interested then, or was it just no? Nah, it just seemed to just be there. Just be right. We want this to want to make it permanent. It's a good night out as well, isn't it? It's a very good night out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was, that was another reason why I stayed. <laughs> um, but no, like I said I'd, I'd, I'd you know I'd been up there like before. Obviously, Sunderland lived up there. What was that um, like? Did I know you were up there? No, going from Sunderland to Newcastle. I know um, you're only a lone player at United, but what did they? I got a bit of stick, like? but not yeah. as much because it was I'd never played for them against them. Yeah, it was in the champ like the champ like when they was in the championship. Newcastle in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah, vice versa maybe. Um, so we never and it was on loan and stuff. So I yeah. don't think they took it that deep. Mm-hmm. Um, Passionate fans up there. Oh, then. Is it, so was it the Newcastle fans that gave you a little bit of stick? Or, um, or Sunderland fans being annoyed. Yeah, but that's more when I've when we ended up playing in the derbies, mm-hmm. and you go back to Sunderland, uh, even though you got them promoted, it was you got a bit of stick. Yeah, which is normal, and you got to expect yeah. it. I, like, I don't mind a bit of stick on a pitch. I love it. You know, you get them throw ins and giving you stick. <laughs> it makes you makes me want to do even better. So I imagine you enjoy it. Yeah, I do. I love it. And you just smile at them and they ate it. <laughs> they ate it, do you know what I mean? And then like then as well, right yeah. near that line, you go and smash one of their lads right on the line and it's and you just get up and you just look at them and you just go, you know what I mean? Like, I love all that. We, we don't get that as much anymore. No. But yeah, Newcastle like up there, North East, the fans are, 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 are bonkers. Um, it's a massive club. It's pressure and... It was, you know, you get pressures Man United and Newcastle's a different type of pressure. Mm. Even though they've not really won anything, they still expect to, you win. to win and give 100%. So it was 50,000 fans. It was. Imagine there was no really escape in the football up there because nah, it's a smaller city, isn't it? It's not. Yeah, it's everyone says it's surrounded a fishbowl, it. isn't mm. it? It's, you, you, when you're in it, you're in it. You can't get out. And when you're winning, it's great. If you're losing, it's not. And you have to win the derby. Yeah. Oh, you can't go out for you can't go petrol station for a few <laughs> weeks. Honestly, it's it's mad. Oh, you you win one and you get drinks bought for you for weeks. You know, you go pub and you don't have to spend a penny. You know, that's how much it means to them to win a derby. Mm. And I was fortunate. I played four games. I think we won two, drew two, and one of them was the five one. You must have been leathered constantly then. <laughs> it's Newcastle. <laughs> nah, nah. nah, it was. It's just that place, and it. It's like I said. It was, and we was. But I had good lads there, though. You know, it was good because I went to Newcastle. There was United lads there, so Butty was there. Yeah, you know, Smudgy was there. Um, so they was already there, and there was other lads there, like experienced players that I looked up to. You know, Kevin Nolan, Joey, Joey was there. Mm-hmm. So it was a good group Decent as well. Team, that I walked, yeah, good, yeah, good group yeah. that I walked into to to learn from as well. So. 
It was, you know, Sol Yamiobi, you know, his character as well. So there's a lot of good lads there, yeah. yeah. Was beating United one of your more memorable on my moments up there on your birthday? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was good to go with that. Yeah, that was, um, that was, that was, yeah, I don't think they can get any better than that in terms of, because what it is, you leave United and you want to prove them wrong. Yeah. For even the rest though, of your career, yeah, I presume, yeah. You know, even though you, you still support United. Yeah. That day you don't, and you wanna you wanna show Sir Alex you was wrong. You shouldn't have let me, you know, shouldn't have let me go. And yeah, it was. I've had a couple decent games and, and against United, and I don't know. It just gives you that a bit of extra motivation to 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 play well. But yeah, my birthday that three nil. It was a bit of a, fr a freak game to be honest. A lot of mistakes. I think a few own, own goal to Phil Jones own goal. Weird goal, a lot of long balls, some good goals, and a free kick, I think, from Kabai. Um, yeah, great night. And then as there was a game here, we drew one all and cleared one off the line off Ch uh, Chicharito. It was like in the last minute at this end. And uh, when we're walking down the tunnel, so Alex slapped me around the head. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because he should have won. That's usually a good thing, though, for I know, him. But he, I know, but he should have won to you one anyway. It's like, you little, you know. <laughs> But I was buzzing in a way because it was it was like lit in ninety second minute. Yeah. I don't know if we get it up, but yeah, it was it was it was you know he flicked it on and I got to the back post and stopped it and we drew one all and yeah. But it is like a little bit of, and that was Old Trafford as well, so it was even more motivation to come here. But you do walk out and it's against United and you're scared. You know you are you are scared. Mm -hmm. So Alex on the side and Giggs seeing everyone, it, you are scared. Yeah. Yeah. What was the moment then that you were going to move on from Newcastle? How did that come about? Mike Ashley. <laughs> Not many people have a lot of good things to say well, about him. I edit that bit out. <laughs> no, no, listen. I, I, yeah, I, he's actually all right as a, as a, you know, as a man to man, yeah. face to face. But business wise, mm -hmm. you know, he, he's what he is. He's ruthless, yeah. and that's what it was. It weren't anything personal. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, my agent had negotiated this new deal for me without me even knowing that I wasn't happy with when he told me. So when I went back to him, and I said, I'm not, I don't want that. I'm playing every week. I think one year we finished fifth. Mm -hmm. You know, Newcastle, we finished fifth. We're just three points off the Champions League. Mm -hmm. Played every game that year. I mean, we was our defence and keeper kept the most clean sheets, I think. Uh, and and I I knew what they was on. It was Enrique Taylor Colacini. I knew what they was on. Mm -hmm. I was part of that. So I was like, why am I not? What? Yeah. Why, why yeah. am I? Why am I on that? What they're getting? It was we fell out. And and far as my Cassie was concerned, that had been agreed, mm. and he won't change his mind. And I'm saying, but I didn't agree it. And he's like, well, that's your agent. That's your fault. And I met I met um, Derek Lambias. Is it? Was he was his guy, I think, at the uh, time. I met him in, in Malmaison, one-on-one, -on -one, to tell him, look, I'm not, I want to stay, but that wasn't, my agent's messed up there. And he's like, my... What did your mate. agent say? What did you say to your agent? I sacked him. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, sacked him. Yeah? He, he messed it up. You know, you, you, you don't go... Into, you didn't even know he was actually no, doing the deal? you don't go into negotiations. Without speaking to the client? Yeah. Uh, and Mike, he... He wouldn't go back on his word. Um, spoke to Pardew about it. He was okay. He, he understood. And 
we just decided, right, well, I'm leaving then mm-hmm. on, a, on a free at the end of the season because he wouldn't budge. And I wasn't happy with the terms. And and it it was, uh, you know, I weren't going to commit to five years and not be happy with the terms. Yeah. You know, when we other lads, you know, we finished, like I said, we finished fifth, we got to quarter final, Europa, you know, Europa League. You know, it was good times mm-hmm. for Newcastle mm-hmm. then, I think. Good players, Benafa, Kabai, Teote, you know, uh, Demba Bar, Papi Cisse, we had a good team. And and it was, it, I don't know, I, I just stuck to my guns, he stuck to his, and it was, I left on a free. Mm. And Ka-ching. It was, that was it. Yeah, well. <laughs> it, Eventually. <laughs> yeah, but it's mad because you end up, ended up on a better contract, but I was in the championship. Yeah. So if that goes to show where mm. Mike and the agent, what they were up to, mm-hmm. yeah. I wasn't happy. Mm. I went, I dropped down. I didn't want to drop down. I just played 100 games for Newcastle in the Premier League, but it was higher. Was that now. difficult for you moving yeah, that, uh, once yeah. you'd been at that standard? Yeah, yeah, I didn't want to do it. Uh, it was, you know, it was, it was, my agent was, this is a, it was a good offer. It was high red nap, players that was there, you know, Jermaine Genus, Richard Dunn, Rob mm-hmm. Green, Zamora, Sean Mike Phillips, Joey Barton, you know, it was another situation at Newcastle with a lot of experienced players that you can learn from and get them back up. And Harry rang me one day and I said it was a good offer. It was better than the Newcastle one and, so I, it was, I just, yeah, it was, if, if I'd said no, God knows what would have happened. And I, I, I said it was, yeah, let's do it. Was it, was it difficult moving to London? Um, yeah, I didn't really like, it, it didn't really like living there. I mean, I, I, mi- people don't always appreciate, especially people that are listening to this that, that aren't in England, is that the North and South are very so different. different mate. Yeah. I don't want to say it, but no, yeah, I prefer North. You can <laughs> say it, you can say it. Yeah, I just think we're you're only a fan in sound. Northern people are lovely. They're friendlier. really nice. I think it's friendlier. I'll but tell everybody. People in the north are much think, friendlier. Yeah, and I f- you can get lost down there as well. There's always something going on. You know, we we had a Tuesday club. <laughs> Keep talking about drinking it, all right? <laughs> no, we did. You know, we're winning games, and when you're winning, that's that's amazy. Yeah. You, when you're winning, you're just buzzing, and it, yeah. and, it, and when it becomes a habit. Mm-hmm. You know, Newcastle winning, winning, winning the league. Sunderland winning the league. You know, you you know, you finish fifth, Newcastle, you, you open league and stuff. It becomes a habit, and we're at QPR, and it was becoming a habit. And we're winning one nil. It was literally every week was defense, no no goals. Charlie Austin one nil. It was that's what it was every week. It was, you know, and and we and it ended. It was to a point where I always believed that a team successful, uh, as Maisie, God knows, you know, with the treble and stuff. I think you, the team has to be close. Yeah, the squad has you've got to. Got a great dressing Absolutely. I don't think you Say can win all, all that stuff without. Last no, minute winners, and then honestly, it, it means so. Honestly, it, it makes such a difference. It, that two, three, five percent, whatever it is. So little things like Tuesday clubs <laughs> help. You know, we we you know we get a message like lads. Saturday, Saturday week, we've got Wednesday off. No, anyone drives to training in the car, you're getting a fine. We'd have to get a taxi into training in our gear, and we'd all go straight from training straight to into London. London Pub crawls. Every know, Tuesday? Not every Tuesday, right. but we had a Tuesday. Got Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's like the championship is Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. So when you get that Saturday, Saturday week, it was a Tuesday club and it was 10, 12 of us, you know, inside a pub. 
Richard Dunn sinking pints. <laughs> I'll try, I'll try. He's on his fourth. I'm still on my first because <laughs> I can't drink pints. Um, but you know, and it was it was good. It was like you know we were together, mm. and that year we probably shouldn't have gone up. You know, we even the final we got battered. You know, but um, Derby County with ten men, thirty minutes to go, hanging for our lives. It was on the other day, that, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it, yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, we don't feel like a shot on target and it falls to Bobby Zamora in the last minute. Bang, goal, and you win it. You win it. That moment was one of the best moments in terms of moments. Mm -hmm. Wembley, getting battered. Last, some, if, if that scored in the 75th minute, yeah. they've got enough time to come back. But it was like the 92nd minute and, and we knew we'd done it and got promoted, and which is what was the, the, the achievement. I that day. Did you have Darby, yeah? Yeah. Oh, sorry. And I thought... <laughs> 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 I had a few quid on Darby and thought, well, that's it. Well, I'm not surprised. That, men. Yeah, that's I'm not, it. yeah, that's it. I'm not surprised because Darby were playing well yeah. under McLaren and yeah. we weren't playing. We just, we were, we, we were more, like I said, 1-0. We didn't play great. We didn't Did have a style. Oh, we had a good few days. <laughs> we had a good few Did days. Did you have to take you away then, or? Um, no, they didn't, no. you know. They didn't, they didn't. We just had a... It was London. Joe had sorted a few things out. Yeah, a few of the coaches came. Wally Downs, remember him? Wally Some Downs. videos, yeah. It was, you know, it was the old days, it was Richard Dawn and Clint Hill and, you know, we, we, we and we got up. So when we got up through, I think just by that togetherness, because mm. I don't think we deserve to and I don't think we played great football. But again... Before, you managed to get over the line, don't yeah. you? Before we even actually get on to Leicester, the amount of achievements that you'd had until that point, like getting up from the Championship to the Premier League must be one of the best moments that... And you had how many? Three times? Three, yeah. Uh, three times in your career? Yeah. It, and you don't realise how much it does for the fans, the club financially, yeah. the people yeah. in the background, you know, jobs, staff, you know, it's, 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 it's massive for clubs mm -hmm. and you don't really think about that at the time. But yeah, it's it, to get out of that league's really, really difficult. But I still, I think you have to have that togetherness yeah. because without it, it's, it's it's it is tough to get out of there. You have mm. bad moments and you got to stick together. And but yeah, I've been fortunate enough to, to three times, and each one of them was was in a was a different in a different way. Mm -hmm. uh, just for those of you that are watching on MUTV and for those of you who are listening, just a bit of an awareness. It's incredibly cold, so we've now put our coats on. Uh, so if you're listening. Makes no difference. But if you're watching, <laughs> that's why we've suddenly all got coats on. Maisie actually never took his off. <laughs> no, no just kept on. And you're using yours as a blanket on your legs. Yeah. yeah. My jaw's actually gone a little bit like... Yeah, for being clenched. Sore, being clenched, It's yeah. cold. But um, worth it because we're sat by the pitch. We've got a lovely view. And we've had some good memories from Danny because of that view. So Yeah, true. Uh, Danny, when you were at uh, QPR, you crossed paths with Rio, right? Yeah, I did, yeah. Um, he's, funny story, he's, he's part of the reason why I ended up at Leicester. We were rooming. Rio's come in, obviously we knew him from previous and when Ireland and stuff and, and Harry Redknapp uh had it in his head that he wanted to play three at the back. Obviously Rio in the middle. Yeah. With wing backs instead of four at the back with full backs and it was all designed to get Rio in the team, you know. He won't mind me saying this, but I think he was getting on a bit. Didn't you know, playing in a two probably wasn't yeah. in the Premier League probably wasn't what he needed 
And yeah, he wanted to play wing backs, and I'm not really a wing back in terms of you know out and out wing back. Not really my game. Never done it before, and ultimately I played one game, two games. Uh, Harry Redknapp pulled me in one morning and said, "Leicester uh, have been on inquiring about you. I mean, you can go." I said, "What?" He said, "Yeah, two years left." He said, I said, "Just played every game for you and got promoted." Yeah, they've they've been on. We're gonna offer some all right money. We've got no problem with you going. And I actually walked in the dress uh, dressing room, getting clearing out my locker. I said to the lads, "Lads, I'm off." <laughs> like they looked at me, and say, "Yeah, good one. See you tomorrow." I said, "No, I'm being serious." I said, "You just told me that I can go. I'm getting off." And what? I said, They're selling me to Leicester, and they still wouldn't believe me. I swear to God, like cleared out my locker that night. I'm sat watching football, chilling. And phone call about nine o'clock said, "Yep, yeah, deal's done. Agreed. You can go Leicester tomorrow under your medical." So you didn't have any talks Bang. or anything before that, like just like that. No, I had no a phone way. call. I, no, I had a I had a phone call saying, "You know what it's like." I Maybe mean, tell you the amount of people that ring you and say, "Oh, would you go here? Would you go there?" Yeah. Oh, I mean, you know, this agent, that agent, that just full of nonsense. Yeah. Don't really take it in. It's would you go to Leicester or something like that, and you just don't really take it in. And and then and then obviously what well, it was quite obviously true, they'd got in touch with Redknapp. And within that day, twenty four hours later from Redknapp telling me that, I was wow. in Leicester doing my medical. It was just mad, like all my stuff was still in the gaff down in London and yeah, I did my medical that day and we agreed the deal and then by nine o'clock that night I was a Leicester player. Wow. And that was, was Nigel Pearson. Yeah. Which was just like I said, it was just bang one day. I mean, had the lads close close together. We finally got in the Premier League. Um, I was looking forward to seeing what we could do. You know, what a Monday night was it? Because you had a Tuesday night coming up. Do you know what? No, I think we just had a Tuesday. It was a Thursday. Um, yeah, I wish we'd had one more Tuesday. Actually, no, no, no. Um, it was a Thursday because uh, Friday they had Arsenal on the Saturday. And he was trying to get the deal done for that. Before that, and it didn't. It dragged on, and I wasn't available. And I just obviously signed and stayed on the hotel. And I went to watch the game next day. Two one all. But I knew leaving as well. I was gonna. I, was, I knew it was gonna be difficult to get into that team. We had Richie. We know, yeah. we all know Richie Delat. United. You know. Again, gone to a team full of United lads. Drinky, Matty James, so on and so forth. And I knew it'd be difficult to get in the team with Richie. You've been at Leicester for years, been playing really well for them. Mm-hmm. You know, I uh, probably could have said no at the time to Redknapp and stayed two years left. Three weeks later, you went back to a four at the back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just football's <laughs> mad. So and I had a tough, tough six months at, at Leicester when I went, trying to get into the team, um, which was the time, I think the five three. You know, I was off at half time, sorry for my language. We're in the squad. And I got off at half time in the mood, fuming. It's United, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm at Leicester, I'm not in the yeah. squad. Why have I come here? And I'm driving home, looking at the score. It was, yeah, and it's three, three, four, five, five. Oh my God. Because when I left, I think at half time, United would, would have been. Di Maria scored Di Maria that chip. Scored that chip. Yeah. And I just got off me. Mm-hmm. Thought, I'm not staying here the rest of the second half. I'm going home. It's, it's never a good idea. Just giving the manager, and it's, you know, he finds yeah, out. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, so it's a tough, difficult six months, but 
you know, I eventually turned it around. But yeah, with that said, it was because of Rio why I went to Leicester, really, yeah. How soon after you joined did Ranieri come in? Uh, he came in after my first season. So what did you make of, I got asked this because it was fascinating from the outside, um, Nigel Pearson's thing about you're an ostrich with a journalist? Nigel was just, like, he had this way about, he just, I was, he wasn't surprised mm-hmm. when he did his, when he saw it to us and stuff. Like, he just come out with different things. But I think he was, Nigel was a straight talker. You know, he, he talked to you as a man. Yeah. You know, he was, he, I like that about him. Even when you weren't playing and you go and speak to him, you've lost your head and stuff, and he'll tell you straight, listen, you're not you're not training, you're not, you're not doing good enough. Fair enough. You know, yeah. do do more and you'll you'll get in a team. Mm-hmm. And and it was like that, it was nothing to do with favours or anything. He'll just tell you, look, you're not doing enough, you're not fit enough, you're not training hard enough, you you're sulking, carrying on sulking, that ain't gonna get you in the team. And and, and actually you respect him for that. Mm-hmm. And I got a few games, which he got ill. I got a run of games. Um, obviously, he got sacked and, and Claudio came in. And Was you glad to see the back of him? I don't think we was. New manager, new, new change? Or... No, nah, because when he come in, he told me he didn't want me. <laughs> so, Claudio, yeah? Yeah. And, and, and yeah, he didn't want me. Um, so, for, but this time... How I did that le- conversation go then? He brought you in his office and he just said, listen. Yeah, yeah, he said, you know, my plans. Yeah, if you, if you can get a club, you can go. You know, I'm not really in my plans. And this time I said no. Whereas with Redknapp, I said, yeah. Yeah. This time I was like, I'm not doing it again. I've, you know, I keep moving about. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sick of this. I'm not going. I remember speaking to, I think it might have been like Phillips or someone who said, Simo, stay till January. He likes defenders. You're his, yeah. his type yeah. of diff player. Just give it to Jan. If you don't play, leaving Jan. You got two years left, and Maisie used to tell you, "Listen, when the club wants to get you out, they try and get you out." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you with the kids, you don't train with the first team. They are forcing it on you to get to get you to go, and I was having none of it. Playing in the twenty threes, uh, the kids' games, and I just got my head down, and got my attitude was right. I didn't sulk. I just said, "No, nah, no, nah, I'm not having this this time." And then we they got beat. Five three against Arsenal that year we, we we won the league, and he pulled me in his office and he was obviously conceded five goals and he pulled me in his office and he said, "I'd had the odd training session with him. You get pulled in, someone's yeah, injured," yeah, yeah. and I was Just literally it was like up. I was a kid again. I'd go over there and I was under, I was I was at it like I was at United's first team again as a kid and I'd go back over so I'd come back and then he pulled me in and he said, uh, "I'm sorry." I says, what? He said, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have told you to leave. I think I need you. And a week later, I was in the team. Wow. Yeah. That was the 6-2 against that Arsenal, was, was it? Yeah, was it 5-2, was it? Something like that. I think they conceded yeah. five at home. And, um, just did, you know, he, he didn't want to be conceding five goals at home. And I think they were really poor goals. Remember one of the goals, Richie... Was just he'd gone forward and he was just jogging back, and Arsenal had scored a couple yeah, yeah. and he wasn't you know like get back and be solid and all that and yeah he he put he changed his fullbacks he put me in out of nowhere, Fuchsy in and he just went this is me back four yeah and yeah it was that was the start of I feel like it was my Leicester career. 
because mm -hmm. that felt like my debut that that mm -hmm. day. To be honest, like again, you know, like them mm -hmm. them feelings, yeah. that nerve, the nervousness, and the anxiety and stuff. So yeah, that. Did you get nervous like, for games? I liked it. Yeah, I, I played better. Yeah, you know, it's not like was there certain games you got nervous, or was it most games or? Um, most games, obviously, like I said, United was more, yeah. was, was always more nervous. Mm. Um, Liverpool away. Oh, hated going there. Hated it. Because of? The fans. The, what, the being a United fan. Yeah, oh, sorry, yeah, United yeah United the atmosphere, well. the fans. I don't, it's no, it's just the way like you are, Gaznev, the oh, way yeah, we openly yeah. talk yeah. about the yeah. rivalry because it, it's been put in you. I just hate going to Anfield. But yes, and I said it was Liverpool United was the two where mm -hmm. I was I was definitely nervous, nervous even yeah. like day before, night before, going going to bed and stuff. Yeah. So at what point we left? Did you think, oh, we're going to win the league? Yeah. I think that everyone talks about the City game mm -hmm. when we play unbelievable, but I still don't think we thought we we're going to win the league. Come on, like you don't. I don't. Five thousand two hundred start of the season. Yeah, I don't think you ever think that. Did you think that moment that you left Man United that you would no never chance. win the Premier League? Absolutely. That's probably how no, most people you, think. You do well to have a, you know, you leave United, you, you do well to have gone on and had a decent career in the Premier League. Never mm. mind, mm. you know that. And I don't think I don't know how many players have actually left Man United and done that. Mm. As as players, never mm -hmm. mind as youngsters. Stop, Man, Dave here for that one. There's not be many. Tevez, no. Yeah, Tevez the only one I can't think of anyone else that might have done that. Yeah. There won't be many, really. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but there's only, got the Google. There's only that small handful of clubs that have done it. So it's Leicester, Chelsea, City. Yeah, that's the thing. You really Arsenal. Have gone so you think which either. ones have gone? You know, and as a young lad, those clubs. you don't think, you know, you don't think, you definitely don't, you just want to have a good career. And you just want, you're happy to, Beat United a couple of times, yeah. <laughs> you know, and a bit of Google uh, that task. Ex United players to win the Premier League. Mm. It's got to be. It's, surely it's just you and Tevez. Uh, it would be drinky, isn't it? And sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forward, yeah, you want it Blackburn before. Yeah, Danny Drinkwater's a good one. Yeah, because he was the main. Had GMO made any first team appearances here? I don't know if he got a medal. Mm. I don't know if he played enough. And he, did GMO play first team? No, that's what I was asking. Did oh. he? Oh, did he not get a Premier League medal at Leicester? I don't think he got one. Did he not? No. I don't, I, look at this, I don't think there is. Good quiz question. Well, there you go. Probably yeah, the only former Man United player yeah. to win the we'll Premier League that. that Man United players would still like. <laughs> yeah. No one's calling, no one's celebrating Carlos Tevez, are they? No. no. The only, oh, yeah, the only United player to come through the youth yeah. to win a Premier League at another club. Yeah. There you go, Dan. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, that makes you feel very proud and... Like I said, you don't, you got it to leave United and you don't ever think that I said you're going to win anything, you know, like, not, especially the Premier League. You when, when did you, when, do you know when you, that, that season when you won the Premier League, when did you actually th think, do you know what, we've got a chance there? See, mine was After late, Christmas mine or? Was late on me. Mine was, it was a West Brom game, not West, West Ham. And we, we. Uh, How many games to go from there? I think it was six maybe. <laughs> You know, five. You've done the majority of the Premier League. Though. Yeah, I, I still, I just didn't want to. It was mathematical. I didn't, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> done. I didn't want to believe. I, I just didn't, I didn't want to be walking around saying, yes, we're going to, do you know what I mean? I didn't, mm. I just couldn't let myself, mm -hmm. in case we didn't. Yeah. I, I would have burnt me forever. I just remember that we went 2-1 down. Vardy gets sent off. 
you've lost your main man. 2-1 down at home. Tottenham are playing after us, probably buzzing that they've got yeah. a chance to close the gap. And we get a penalty in the last minute and we score and it felt in a dressing room like we'd won. Mm-hmm. And and everything went against us that day and we drew to all and it felt like we won and that's when I probably sat there for a minute and thought, it's got, this is our time. Yeah, It's got to be, this is it. It's, everything is for us. It's going for us. It's meant to be. And it was like he said, he said he's pre- he pretty much won it. <laughs> <laughs> but I just didn't want to allow myself to to believe it. That's a Sir, Sir Alex in you, though. That's yeah, the man United, probably isn't is. Absolutely. Yeah. Probably is. And there was a time when we were lost to Arsenal away and I got sent off. And I just wanted to bury myself. I thought I'd ruined it for everyone. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, Welbeck scored a winner. What are you doing, Welbeck? <laughs> <laughs> Just come back from injury, you know. we were. I come off at 1-0 up in the dressing room. Again, I'm young, like I mentioned earlier about uh, Old Trafford. This time's because I got sent off. You're on your own, watching the screen. Well, bet scores two one last minute. I was dev- I just, I I thought I'd thought I'd kill, ruined it for everybody. And this Claudio came in and was very good managing. He gave us a week off. No one really knows this. Off. No one, not the team. No one really knows this. He came in and it was FA Cup weekend the week after, and we weren't in it. Right. So we didn't have a game for two weeks, and we just lost two one last minute. You know, and we're trying to win the title or whatever, and he's come in and he's. How many games to go then? This was, I know it was Valentine's Day, this. He gave you a week, a full week full off. Full week off. What did you do? Clear your mind. We all went to Dubai and got levered. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I, no one knows this. Yeah. We did. They do now. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind, you know, it's, it's That's what it unbelievable. is. Honestly, he said. That's what you've needed. We got, yeah. yeah. And this is what I'm saying about managing. No, that was unbelievable. You know, did did he go with you or was he just the lads? Just the lads, not all the lads. No, no. we we got yeah. a week off. He said, "Listen, we've just been beat, gutted." I remember Arsenal celebrating like they just won the FA Cup. They put it on Instagram. All big group of them like, "What are you doing? You just beat Leicester at home. We get ten men <laughs> yeah. with thirty minutes to go, and you're celebrating like that. You're Arsenal. You know, it made us feel yeah. good. Yeah. The fact that yeah. you know what I mean. And then he come in and um. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. meds like this, can't look anyone, let everyone down. And Until he mentions the week off, and yeah, you're like, oh. And, and no, and then lads are like, listen, like, don't say more. Danny, you've got to stay. And I'm thinking, I went till I see Welbeck. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and he come in and he just said, listen. And he, he licked him, he's like on the spot. We spoke to this, you know, the sports science people. I was like, was this happening or not? And he said, no. He's literally on the spot. He come in and just said, See, I want you to have a week off. So it was a Sunday game. Mm-hmm. See you next Monday. Clear wow. your mind. What, he said, whatever you need to do in this week, do it. Get out of your system. If it's families, days go away, whatever. Get it out of your system. Come back on Monday and we go again. And a lot of us went to Dubai. Had a good week. Came in on the Monday. Buzzing. Like we just yeah. got away from everything, you know. We could have come in on the next day. He could have puni- not punished us. But the next day and train is harder yeah. and I know and it and he goes a week coming up Monday just fresh in our minds and yeah we and we didn't end up losing a game yeah. after that but like I said not many people know mm-hmm. about that that little moment that maybe helped something probably so simple to people listening but it doesn't happen 
ever never really that. Never. This is what I'm saying. Doing that. Not no. even two right. days off in a row. No. Barely. But no, a week. it doesn't happen. And, and I think it goes to show. Listen, we've got given our heart belts. We still had to do, you know, session, yeah. a few treadmill runs and stuff. But I don't think. Who I would oversee all that? Yeah, sports science. Yeah, it was, they came out with you. No, no, it was they could monitor it. They did when you come back with a belt and you put it in. They knew if you'd done it or not. Right. And they knew if you'd give it your dog. They <laughs> 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 just knew. <laughs> so, but I think again, it proved that at that point, the trust, trust, yeah. fitness. Not really going to lose much no. fitness in a week. Mm-hmm. You do a few runs. But it was more about the mind. We came back fresh and we, we went away and got away from the... It was all like, oh, Lesser blew it. Yeah. They're not going to win it now. They've lost. They're, they're How catch- did that never get out? I don't know. That's mental. I know. And, and you know, we... Because we you can't get photographed in Dubai and that's probably well, where everybody go. was. You can't get photographed, yeah. <laughs> and we was in Blue Marlin. <laughs> so uh, Dubai sounds good. We've seen some of the videos from Jamie Vardy's house the night that you were crowned champions. What was that party like? Yeah, it was, um, it, it was, it was just, again, going back to United, that, that, that day was one of the most scariest days of my life because it was the day before Vardy's party. Mm-hmm. Imagine as a kid, I was in the worst in Marriott, getting on the boat, and Patrice rang me the night before, because we could have won the league here, couldn't we? Mm-hmm. If we won. And, uh, and Patrice rang me, because he used to call me Cafu, Cafu. <laughs> um, <laughs> good luck tomorrow, you know, and it was nice and, and, you're getting on a bus and you're driving to Old Trafford, thinking, "Wow, I, I can, I'm going to Old Trafford to win the league, yeah. not for Man United." Yeah. You no, know, what's going on here? And I just remember just how scared I was coming out of Old Trafford, thinking, "I've all, got all these tickets for your family, your mates, and if we win this one game, you're not just beat United, you've won the league." That first half, we was awful. <laughs> <laughs> and we were so scared. And then Wes got on head on and, and, and we, anyway, we drew 1-1. Um, I think United were determined to not let us win yeah. the league here, as you can expect. And and it, that's how Vardy's house came about the next day. He texted the group in WhatsApp and said, lads, do I get to mine tonight if, you know, if, if, they, if they don't win? Who, do, who was you relying on then? Uh, as in setting it up? No, I was... The team. What game? What were you game relying was it? on? Oh, it was Tottenham Chelsea. Tottenham Chelsea. It was, it was the half. one where Spurs were yeah, winning 2 0. 2 0 at half time. And then uh, they drew 2 2. Hazard scored that great goal, didn't he? Yeah. Kale and then Hazard. Left, as soon as he left his foot, we knew. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've gone to Vardy's. He's got all the drinks in and stuff. And 95% of the team was there. And half time, it was training tomorrow then lads come on <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's not tonight you know we've got everything let's see let's go let's go and then like you said there Hazard bent one in the top corner and then it all kicked off at the end I think everyone got booked and all that and we were just waiting for that whistle and I, 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 I just cried for about two hours brilliant brilliant and literally I was just videoed I, I literally just cried on the phone with your friends and he's in his garden I just couldn't stop crying it was like all that stuff that you've gone, Everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it all, all came together, years, all that yeah. stuff we've suppressed throughout the season, trying not to think about it. Yeah. And then we could. It was allowed and it was just Twitter rants. And ah, it was just, yeah, it was. And and because it was all together as well. Mm-hmm. I think it was all at home. Yeah. It's not the same, is no. it? It's, it, was, it, was, it was a special night. And 
Um, like I said, it would have been nice to do it here, but at the same time, I'm, I'm glad the way it happened mm. altogether at his house. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, yeah, like I said, proudest one of, of a night of my life, yeah. Where's your medal now? Yeah, it's locked away. Yeah. Yeah, it's Good. locked away and... Sometimes you know people come round sometimes and you forget and they'll go, Oh, can I have you got your medal? Can I have a Mm, look? Yeah. And you forget it's even there. Like not (laughs) not sounds probably mad to people, but you do. And you get it out again and then you you get them feelings back again. Great, and you've got your promotion medals, so you must have quite a collection actually. Yeah, yeah. They're not quite as, as no, but still, <laughs> but they're still there, innit? But yeah, no one really has to see them. Like, yeah. The Wembley one was, like I said, the Wembley moment mm. was was special. But that one, obviously, like you know, it's amazing. You know, all yeah. you know, you still got you imagine the day, and you probably forget, and they're there. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, do you think as well, if you had have won a Premier League title here, maybe just before you left, and winning one at Leicester, that's a completely different experience. Yeah. You're expected to win them here. Yeah, I don't think it would have been. Yeah, it would have been nice to have won one at AR, maybe. I but think you win well, one here and you're in training think, the next day. I think, but yeah. I think, but I think as well, these lads that have won them here that maybe have only just played seven, eight games. Mm-hmm. To you, you, you I'd, I'd what I would have played here has been part of a f- 30, 35, I know yeah. it's 38 games, but it's at least 30 games mm-hmm. where you feel like you've, yeah, you earned it, yeah. yeah. But you still win it. But yeah, United are expected to. So I don't know. I think I just think the whole world was shocked. We were shocked. I think everything came together in that moment. The way we played, the style. We we were bottom of the league for possession. You know, I think we just went against everything that everyone thought football was yeah. about. You know, and it was it, it, it all worked tactics and defense everything just clicked and it was, it was like i said it was it was my it was it's amazing how that journey came as well because of harry redknapp and those two yeah. games later good it's, back to a back back four yeah. and your choices that you're making your yeah. career it's, of, it's, of when to leave when you don't want to mm. leave ranieri coming in saying listen dan you're not part of my plans yeah, i could have got off yeah. you could have got off chances yeah it's, 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 Footballs, but yeah, it it's, 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 it's a brilliant this, story. Isn't it? it's, it's different ways and little moments, decisions and decisions you make at the time. It maybe you might be your mentality off the pitch, the way you are off the pitch. You know, you, you make might make them certain decisions, and it's yeah, it's thankfully. Do you ever look back and think because of my, my upbringing at United has instilled that? Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. I'll still the grounding you got here. Yeah, set you up for your career. Yeah, hundred percent. From the early stories, from like I said, having Tony Wheeling, Dempsey, Mm. all these people giving you a bit of trust, learning, watching Ronaldo every day, the way he worked hard, you know, Giggsy every day, and ice bath every day, and not seeing these little things and winners and. Like I said, way was what I just I seen all that. You just soak it in, mm-hmm. so Alex everything, and it, it it does. It's still you know it's made me where I am today. To yeah. be honest, we are, and so I'm grateful to this club and you know the people that trusted me mm. and gave me the opportunity to to to. Has there only been been any times in your career where you've thought can't do this anymore or yeah dark times <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I I've started to speak about you know mental health and stuff. You know, is we had Mickey T on 
two or three weeks ago, was mm-hmm. it? And he was saying about, obviously when we, us as ex-players, oh, well, you're not ex yet, but ex-players, people outside the game don't see mm. the pressures and the, you know, the other side of what, yeah, yeah. what players go through. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's huge. Yeah, it is. It is. And, uh, you know, I, I want to, Getting to a point now where I've, I've started to talk about it, put it on Instagram a little bit. Um, but yeah, I went through a time not that long ago, to be honest. Um, you know, and I weren't really happy where I was. Yeah. Um, because of um, a number of things, you know, weren't happy with you know football stuff after pit everything. Just got got on top, got got on top, you know, and and I think. I've learned now. I mean, when people need, I know, especially now with COVID and stuff, people need to talk more, mm-hmm. and we need to be there for each other more and ask, "Are you okay?" But if I actually check that. Do you know what I mean? When you say, "Oh, how are you doing? You all right?" And people, "Yeah, I'm all right." But are you all right? Mm-hmm. You know, you need to. Stay, yeah, you, know, yeah. you know what I mean? Just because, yeah, I'm all right, but no, you look at me. Are you all right? You know, I had a bad at that moment, and I, and the, you know, I was lucky in the end, and I don't mind talking about it now because. I want I, I help people. What was the dark moment? It, I, 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 you know, put it out, you know, I tried to call it a day and ended up hospital and stuff. And, you know, and, 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 and thankfully, you know, I, I, I got, you got I, through it. Yeah. And I get to the point now, you know, you, you need to talk. People need to talk more and it's happening. It's like, it's real. Mm. And, that, you know, and people probably think, yeah, but you're a football, you've got this, you've got that. You know, you've got money, you've got car, you know, it's, it's, nah, it's nonsense. You know how I mean? did you, We're how human. did you, how did you get from that point to where you are now? Because obviously like, I know you, cause we do uh, MUTV and stuff together yeah. and you always seem so upbeat and like a very so positive, smiley person. Yeah. And, that's it though. Uh, yeah, so, so to listen to that, now, cause I didn't yeah. know that, you, you listen to it and you think, well, where, where's that now? Because I, I guess that part of you still exists. How do you deal with that on a daily basis? And how did you get from, from there to here? Um, talking, mm-hmm. appreciating things, you know, like whatever that, that moment, I don't know. I don't know that guy. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that happened, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and I've got my little girl and I think, you know, imagine, you know, you think, gee, you know, I've seen my girl, imagine what I'd have done to, do you know what I mean? What I'd have yeah. done to her. Yeah. But at the time, you're not thinking that, but I get it when people, people, that's what I get now where people are at with it. They're not thinking about what it might do to other people, do you know what I mean? And I think, you know, COVID, it was before all that stuff, yeah. but, you know, um, COVID's not, you know, it's, it's it's real and it's affecting people and, you know, we need to talk. It isn't just about, you know, it's everyone. You don't have to, like I said before, I'm sort of, I've been talking to a lot of people, helping people, you yeah. know, on Instagram and stuff and, you know, people I don't know and I want to help them more because I think when they say, oh, yeah, but you got football, you've got this, you've got that, it's it's a real thing mm. and, and, and I get it a bit now and I think talking about it is, you know, and checking, like I said, you, you just said there, you're saying, oh yeah, but I see you like this and that. I still have the odd day, not like that. You know what I mean? You still have the odd bad day, but it's just because someone's acting that way doesn't mean they're fine. And I think sometimes we need to just double check that our people around us, your mates, your family, yeah. 
are okay. Do you think because there is like a stigma with football that everybody thinks, well, you're a footballer? Yeah. You know, you've got a nice house, you've got a nice car, you've got a nice missus, lovely kids. Yeah. You know, everything's, you've got everything. Yeah. But when that front door closes, people yes, don't realise it. Yeah. You know, so, I, I live on my own and at times it's difficult. Yeah. Because, you know, my kids are with my ex, which is great. I see, yeah. me, see my kids all the time, but it's them moments yeah. when you just, when yeah, that yeah, front door no. shuts, yeah, man, you're people you're still mate. think, oh, yeah. Maisie's all right. You know, you're having a bit of crack on the whatever. But it's hard. Yeah, it is hard. And it yeah, is hard. Yeah. And people think because you've played at United or you've played at Leicester, you've won this, you've won that. People just think, oh, it's easy for them. Yeah. But it's yeah, not, no, no. and it's not just football. It's all sports, you know, all walks of life. Yeah, everybody. And, and life. but footballers aren't exempt from it. That's what no, you're trying no, to exactly, say. No, exactly. Yeah. Not, and and it is what you say. You know, don't be ashamed to yeah. pick up the phone to somebody and say, Do yeah. "You know what? I'm not right." Yeah, and yeah, you're right. You said you close that, close that door, and and nobody knows what. It's just worse being in them four walls. Yeah, no one really knows what what you're going through, what you're thinking at the time. It could be a number of different things, you know, and in all different walks of life, like you said, it's, we're not exempt. Um, there's a lot of people that didn't know about it. A lot of my friends, teammates, ex-teammates, didn't have a clue. Yeah, I know, and I finally said something, and they couldn't believe it. They were shocked because mm. Simo, you know, he's that yeah. guy in the dressing room, you know, he's always happy and always bubbly happy, and yeah. always, you know, he's he's just, you know, he's that guy, he's fun to be around, you know. But yeah, it, it was it was it was mad to look back. I think I had I was probably maybe an hour or so, maybe. You know, that's what they said to me and it might have been, do you know what I mean? That's and right. that's mad to think. So yeah, no, so I, I said before in the show but I appreciate a lot of things now. You know, mm. when you step away from stuff yeah, yeah. and just have a little, you know, away from the game. And that's why I can't wait to get back in it. And I just appreciate mm-hmm. training and football and just, you know what I mean? It's just, Enjoying life. Yeah. yeah. One last little spell of playing football again because, you know, once it's once you stop. Once you stop, man, that's it. Not, that's it. Yeah. And I love the TV. I love the punditry. I love all that because you still, I love watching football. I'm learning. But yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a, growth if anything mm-hmm. in terms of that side of things it's mm-hmm. been still growing and still learning and like I said I want I want to help people uh, and I'll start to talk about it more and more I'm finding it e- not easier but it's well, you bit, are doing you find yeah, it easier, finding it easier to talk about it, yeah rather than just suppressing it and not and it, it, yeah. yeah was it professionals that you spoke to to begin with or was it just talking to family and friends yeah, it was professional, yeah. Uh, family and friends, obviously. But yeah. Um, uh, close friend moved in. Just keep, keep an eye on me. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, babysitter. <laughs> We're not laughing there, but no, he did. And then, yeah, I said professional. And like I said, and just, just, like I said, just learning more and appreciating things. And like you said, we're leaving here talking about the career and you know, yeah. moments. And it's, you've got to appreciate that. I mean, we've got family, you've got kids and... You know, and, and, and when people find out, you know, people reach out to you and they tell you, oh, like, you know, just because you, I think sometimes you leave and you don't, you just stop communicating sometimes with people mm. and you just feel, oh, he's all right. And I'll see him and you see him, he's like, I see him yesterday, I do, mate, you're all right. You shake your hands and all that. And just, yeah. just, 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 just your little text there, you know, mm-hmm. and it's check, how are you doing, mate? I spoke to you for time. 
And I don't think we do that enough because we feel like we're probably mithering them. Mm. But yeah. you're not. No. It's just, how you doing, mate? Mm-hmm. That's what mates do, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Stay in touch. It's just stay in touch, really. And just, yeah. Keep, and especially especially at the moment, we're all going through. It doesn't matter who you are. Yes, I went on a bit of a deep one there, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. uh, it's an excellent message. I mean, yeah. as you said, especially with COVID and even yeah. without COVID, mm. everybody needs to hear that. Everybody. Mm. It's really important. There are so many people that don't talk or are afraid to talk or feel like it shows some sort of weakness. Mm. And I mean, football in particular, I think the support networks exist around the club, but it's still hard to imagine that if a player came out and said, oh, do you know what? I've really struggled with my mental health over the last two seasons, that they'd, they'd have a load of buyers lined up for them. No, this is it. It's that's what I said before as well about wanting to help young lads and stuff because mm-hmm. we might get to see it more. I think it doesn't matter if you're 16 or you know. I I, I struggled when I left Leicester. Mm-hmm. Really struggled. My family that mm. you know it's it was you know you got others feel and then you realise how good of a club Leicester is. Yeah, you know the way it's run. Mm-hmm. You know from top to bottom. Vitae obviously he's not here now. His son and you know, the way there's just everything about them, the club as a whole, are, uh, are fantastic. And you go elsewhere, then you realise, and then you think, oh, should I have left? Should I have tried to stay? Should I, yeah, yeah. Should I have Done something decided different. to have been Ricardo Pereira's number two? He's back up, accepted it, because he's one of the best fullbacks in the league. And you move on because you know, I'll play week in, week out. Yeah. And, and yeah, I struggled to leave to, when I left Leicester because it was, it was a big part of. You know, of, life, of, yeah. of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've had a, an absolutely phenomenal career, though. And I know you've talked a little bit about sort of regrets, you know, maybe you mm. should have stayed here longer, but you can't have too many, surely, with the career <laughs> that you've had. Nah, no, of course not. No, it's it's been, if you'd have told me this, it. Yeah, if you'd been offered you know, it on a plate. Yeah, at if you'd have told me that day when they told me, um, you know, you don't have to go to college, you're getting a three year scholar at Carrington, and this is what's going to happen in, mm. you know, the next. What, what, 18 years or so? Great crap. Yeah, it would be, you know, I would have said you're full of yeah. crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, listen, like I said, it, it's, it's been, like I said, some people don't win any trophies. No. It doesn't have to be the Premier League. No. You know, them, them moments, end of a season, when you win mm-hmm. something, it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. really, really means something. That's what, when you finish football, that's what you look back on, isn't it? Of course it? you do. Great memories, unbelievable um, memories, mate. And 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 I said, and, yeah. And do you know what? Been... You can have you can have all the money in the world, mm. as you say. You know, unbelievable players haven't won half of what you've won mm. and done what you've done. Mm. As I say, you can have the medals, but it's, uh, to me, I've got the medals yet. But it's, it's the memories, the memories, isn't it? Yeah, I can only imagine. You can, that. honest to God, you can never ever replace the memories and and the journey you've had. Yeah. You from a young kid here, yeah. me as a young kid at Blackburn, the journey that we both had. Yeah. Never forget that. Yeah. That's it's, it. It's, yeah. It's, it's implanted in your head for the rest of your life. Yeah. I can only it's, imagine it's quality. That You've just then. told us an unbelievable story. Mm, no, about no, your yeah, career. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's, it's, like I said, I remember where I was when you were in the, the treble, man. I was running around the street, mate. It was a 15. <laughs> Oh my God, <laughs> can't believe, oh God. See, all that, that I said, even there, like you don't, that was a memory for me yeah. as a kid, what you did for mm-hmm. like me and like the team as a kid. Yeah. And then when you get older and you do that, you've done that for someone, no, I, the Leicester, we did that for other kids. 
Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the way I look at it. Yeah, there'll be kids behind you now living those dreams. Yeah. They oh, want to be the next Danny Simpson. I know where I was when you won the treble. I, I know, you know, I want them to know where they was when, yeah. you know, the night that we become something, you know what I mean? And, Absolutely. And still Absolutely. still hear about them as to this day. So, nah, it's, it's, it's been great, but a good run and... Yeah, we're talking like it's, it's over. Not, it's not, not over. Yeah. Yeah. It's not over yet. You got another year yeah, and a half yet somewhere. Any clubs out there? Listen good, to this. You know, I'm, 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 yeah. There's still. Might have I, a bit I, of frostbite. I did a story. I did a story. still. There's still something else. I think to 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 be done. Of course it is. Well, Danny, we can't wait to see what comes I know, next. Sorry, I know yeah. Maisie won't forgive me, but we do have to end it. Yeah. No. No. Of uh, thank you so much for joining us. No. Listen, it's been really. Thanks for having me. One question we do ask is one of your ex United players who would be. Similar to yourself, it'd be great to get on the podcast. <laughs> you forgot all about that, didn't you? Um, no, didn't there's an Irish, um, there's an Irish in the background, though. I knew <laughs> I was going to go that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, what's his name? Um, You've not got a number, have you? What <laughs> <laughs> have his number? You know, he's, uh, Wait, he's about Johnny Evans. <laughs> oh, yeah, Johnny Evans. I remember Johnny him when I was a shout. kid watching him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'd be great if you could get hold of him for us. Nah, yeah, Send him a text. Yeah, <laughs> I have to. Do you know what, as well? Maybe, um, maybe drink, like, drinky. Yeah. Maybe drinky. Because mm -hmm. he's, you know, he's had a lot going on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and Brilliant. he's had some, some, he left, again, he left Leicester and, we realised how good Leicester was and had some troubles there, yeah. so. That'd be good. Awesome. Yeah. Get that in task. Yeah. Danny, thanks again. Thank you. It's been no, great. No, Thank no, you. no, thanks for Cheers, having me. Bro. It's been a pleasure. pleasure. Thank you. Brilliant, man. I thoroughly enjoyed that podcast and I'm just going to pick up on what he was saying there. I think a lot of people are going to take a lot from that. Yeah. We've said it before. It's so important to talk to people. Absolutely. It's quite shocking, actually, what, what he actually said he went through there as well. Yeah, it is. I think there's there's lots in that that people would have really enjoyed and things we could pick up on and talk about um, that were good stories from his experience. But really, we, you know, this podcast is going to finish in a couple of minutes. It's probably just worth reiterating the points he made that if, mm -hmm. if you feel like you're in a situation where you're struggling, there are people you can talk to. There are people that will listen to you and there are people that, that want you to talk to them. Mm -hmm. 100%. Imagine being an hour away. That's all he had. Yeah. It's not worth thinking about. No, it's great. It's not. It's but the good thing is, he's in. come through it. That's yeah. it, isn't it? That's he's exactly come it. through it. He's here. He's, he's told us an unbelievable Brilliant career, story. Brilliant life story. Career. It really is. I, Powerful. I, it, like when he was sitting there telling the stories about United and making his debut. He was so happy. You could actually... He was buzzing. He was yeah. reliving those moments, wasn't he? Yeah. And that's Absolutely. the... Just when somebody is Manchester-born and they come through the system here and go on to make their debut, it must be absolutely incredible. Well, it was interesting, wasn't it? Because he said about... They said really early on about... Um, because he's had this pause from football about reassessing things and, and, and getting a perspective on everything he's done. And I suppose sitting here and then going through it all and, you know, we're doing this looking out at the pitch at Old Trafford. It must, it must feel great, especially for him for what he's gone through and mm -hmm. for for the challenges that he's faced to be able to think yeah i did that mm -hmm. it's been good yeah great career mm -hmm. great career you've got an absolute roller coaster of a story there from closely getting released tony whelan giving him an extra an extra year months. an extra it's year crazy. how close are you away from actually not making it as a footballer and then you get that extra year and 
your whole life turns around and he, he has a successful career, wins the Premier League, loads of promotions with other clubs and, well, well done, Danny. Well done, Danny. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Um, just goes to show how, how the tiniest moments have the biggest impacts. Uh, one one week, it's a decision Sam, to give him. you've made a turn in life where it's been the wrong one and you could have ended up playing at Manchester United, but you took that small little turn the wrong <laughs> way. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not happened for you. I think can that, you think of a moment when yeah, that... Yeah, I can tell you the exact moment. Yeah, go. It was a complete lack of talent. <laughs> but the crucial is, is when that small twist of fate that it turned out I wasn't actually very good. It's going to sound weird, I know, but we're jumping back in. We're on Zoom. This is just like we did a few weeks ago with Danny Weber. Um, we didn't read emails out after our chat with Danny Simpson, so we're going to do some now, and then we'll go back to where we were when I just interrupted you. So it sounds different because we're on Zoom to do this, but everything's fine. Um, I've got Nathan Morley who says, Hi, Simon, Helen, and David. It's been a while since I've had a Simon. I just want to say that I love listening to the podcast. My favourite one has been Albert Morgan. I would love to hear a part two with Albert or to hear from Mick Phelan. Keep up the good work from Nathan. Thank you, Nathan. Is nice. I'm Megan from Wales, originally from Manchester, and my husband is a crazy United fan, and now my two-year-old daughter is as well. Whenever there is a new podcast and we are in the car, it's the podcast over anything else. I would just love for you to say a big hello to Michael Williams, who is also crazy in love with gigs. Listening to some of the stories the players share are incredible, and you are helping my partner as well, as many other people get through some tough times. Keep going and stay safe. Thank you very much, Megan. That is a lovely email, and hello to your husband, Michael Williams. Yeah, hi, hello. Can I just say, Go on, Maisie. on the back of that email, Helen, how nice emails are when you know that you're actually helping somebody out through this yeah. traumatic time of lockdown. I know. I started to feel a little bit emotional there when I was reading I that. I think there are, do you know what, you don't realise, we're just chatting, just chatting to our mates as, mm-hmm. as you do, but you don't realise how much it is actually mm-hmm. helping other people. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've got one here from John White, who says, hi, Selen, ha- Selen. Oh. oh, hello, Selen. <laughs> Selen and Ham. I'll do that again, shall I? John White says, Hi, Helen, Sam and Maisie. Just wanted to drop an email to congratulate... He's having one. He's gone. He's having one. <laughs> Selen, Ham and Mayonnaise. You're meant to be a vegan. <laughs> if I start it again, I can at least pretend you won't include me not able to read. Uh, I've got one here from John White who says, Hi, Helen, Sam and Maisie. Just wanted to drop an email to congratulate you guys on a brilliant podcast. I've been a MUFC fan since 1992 at the age of eight and I've loved listening to every one of your episodes. I do this every Tuesday morning as I deliver the post and it makes the miles walking of that day fly by. The mixture of all the interviews you've had from stars from the 60s all the way up to present day gives us fans a great insight into how the club attracted the biggest players and became the Goliath of a club it is today. Just finished hearing from the most recent pod and Wayne Rooney and was brilliant. Keep up the great work. I've attached a photo of myself at 12 years old getting David May's signature on my home shirt. It's from uh, 96 at the cliff back in the day. What a great day that was. And what a sensational photo of David May signing a little boy's shirt with the world's largest pen. That's so cool. I love that picture. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. John, thank you so much. Thanks a lot, mate. I have a qu- I've got a question. I think I know the answer, but do you know what? When you see a photo like that, like, is there any part of your brain that kind of vaguely remembers that moment? No. So, I don't know, that's really weird to me. So I don't know about you, Sam, but like, do you not feel like... Yeah, I just remember everything. 
Yeah, but task, I must have signed. God knows how many signatures. I know, but I don't know. I feel like I'd still... I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, because I understand. You just remember everything, don't you? you... I, I think because I'm at the cliff there. I'm at the cliff. Looks like it, yeah. Yeah, it's at the cliff. Yeah, so I'm at the cliff. It had been like on holiday or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Where you're away, specific, then maybe. I'd have walked away from that going, I'm going to remember the size of this pen for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rarely have I held a pen that large and forgotten it. Thanks for that. That's a, that's a great email. I love that. Yeah, cheers, John thank you so much for listening to us again especially after this one take care of yourselves talk to yes, people people do. will listen you are appreciated um, and we will see you next time you can get in touch if you want it's unitedpodcast.mainunited.co.uk don't hesitate to do so subscribe rate review the podcast and we'll see you next time take care bye bye good to talk bye